Salud. Salud. Oh my gosh. Oh. That makes my nipples hard. I don't know why. Oh, so bad. Oh. Oh, it was terrible. You know, okay. that wasn't the worst one we've done. Oh, yeah, it was. Are you sure? Oh, my yeah, gosh. that wasn't that the worst was one we've done. Oh. oh, my God. Now I know why I haven't drank Southern Comfort in 25 years. That's the first oh, time I've God. had that. Oh, it's not oh, good. Okay, here we go. Terrible. Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here yeah. in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph. Swag Jeff and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what. If I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders, on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpots, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Fan Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Play at the middle, intercepted for the piano, at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, Raiders Fan Radio episode number 314 coming at you. Can everybody hear me? Yeah, everybody can hear okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so episode number 314 coming at you here uh, from Murph's Fan Cave. We appreciate all of those of you that are joining us live uh, here in the Fan Cave to talk about um, this football team that we all so much love but is all so much out of the playoffs now as we come to you on. Um, yeah, wah, wah. that's why I titled this episode. Oh, well, yeah, it was fun for a minute. You know what I mean? It was it was fun. But um, but, you know, listen, there are still some things to root for. We'll still watch this team, you know, hopefully excel and progress under uh, the leadership of one Antonio Pierce. And uh, and so hopefully we've still got some things to look forward to Raider Nation in terms of development and, and even performance of the coaching staff themselves. So we'll kind of see where it goes. But in terms of postseason hopes or any of that kind of stuff, I think all that stuff's been pretty much dashed at this point. Uh, but anyway, so sometimes it's a little tough to talk about our favorite football team, but it is always fun to get together with Raider Nation. And I've got two of the best co-hosts in the biz tonight and the absolute best chat room there is. Excuse me. We had a little <laughs> shot for the show. Southern Comfort, yeah, man. Yeah, a little, a little Southern Comfort, <laughs> man. I remember why I don't drink that stuff ever. Um, 
Lord have mercy. Uh, but anyway, so appreciate you joining us tonight as we jump into a little bit of talk about the Raiders as we head into the bye week. And uh, we should have a lot of fun tonight, as always, because we've got your emails. We've got your voicemails to check in with. And again, I mentioned we've got the best chat room there is. So thank you to those of you that have. So um, for those of you that don't know or aren't familiar with it, so Spotify does their 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 big annual release, right? Which yes. is called what, Jeff? Uh, their annual release. <laughs> it's um, what is it called? Spotify Wrapped. I think. Wrapped. Thank yeah. you, Michelle. Oh, Thank you, there Michelle. You go. Yes, yeah, Michelle yeah, got yeah. it. It's my favorite. Yeah, so Spotify Wrapped, and it tells you what you've done for the year and all that kind of stuff. And so there's Spotify for podcasters. And so we this year have grown uh, exponentially in terms of our audience here at Raiders Fan Radio, and where we've went. I don't even have it handy. Maybe one of you guys can shout it out here. Yeah, b- sure. b- Before we get to it. Um, but knowing that uh, that we've had this incredible growth growth this year, just want to thank you, Raider Nation. Yeah. Thank you guys, man, so much for yeah. you know, for taking care of us here at Raider Nation by supporting the show. And uh, you know, because not only is we obviously we're thankful for you supporting the show, but this show now supports one the One Nation Foundation, where we give our money to uh, strictly Raiders related charities with everything that we can raise. And we can't do that without some great listenership. And so, uh, so I'll leave to Jeff to to, to let you know uh, exactly how that unfolded for us this year. But just know this Raider Nation, we're so thankful for you. So anybody that's subscribed to the audio podcast already, thank you. Uh, we ask you that you subscribe to the audio podcast and the video podcast. So you can search Raiders Fan Radio on any of your favorite podcast service, including Spotify, or you can find us on Raiders Fan Radio uh, on the YouTubes at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so enough housekeeping there. Without further ado, let me turn it over to the man that adorns the eastern annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk. He is my best friend and yours. He is Swag Jeff. Hey! You're styling and profiling. What up, Swaggo? Yo, 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 man. I'm so fired up to be here. You know, it's the bye week, so it's our our least stressful weekend that we've had in a minute coming up. You know, so so uh, so we should be fired up for that. But but to kind of piggyback on what Murph said right there, uh, the the uh, the Spotify uh, Wrapped Awards came out, and and much respect to each and every one of you that uh, uh, I lost sound in my ears. Oh. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, so much respect to each and every one of you because we gained so many new streams, followers, mm-hmm. listeners, all that stuff this year. Seventy two percent increase in listeners wow. in twenty twenty three. So much, much respect. 54% growth in streams and 77% growth in followers. Wow. So that's just, I mean, that's amazing. So so thank you to the faithful that have been here since day one. We know who you are and we thank you so very much. But more importantly, we thank you for telling your buddies about us Mm -hmm. because, you know, without folks like you, we can't grow. So, and and I can't remember what the stat was, but like a ton of our stuff got shared like via text yeah. and like all sorts of stuff. Yes. So like, it, yes, 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 like, yes. that's so cool that people are sharing what we, the three dummies in a bonus room have to say about well, our two lives. dummies and well, yeah. two yeah. dummies and, and Michelle, uh, you know, and <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So speaking of which, so uh, Murph, we don't do this show alone. Heck no, we don't. No, absolutely. And thank goodness for that. So, uh, so to my left, adorning the Southern annex, of the Eastern Annex of the new Murph's Fan Cave desk. Please welcome in <laughs> Michelle Sweat. <laughs> hey, Michelle. Hey, guys. So we should look back and see the correlation between our rise in viewership and me joining the show. I feel like it's oh. got to be really... No, I'm just There's got to be, there's gotta be a connection playing. there. Hey, <laughs> take the flowers. Go ahead, take them. That's it. Absolutely. No, but seriously, 
shout out to all of those listeners that like, cause sharing a podcast, I know it sounds like so small, but it really does grow everything and everything goes into growing the One Nation Foundation. And that's, that's really, what it's all that's about. What Absolutely. Yep. And yeah. we had asked you for, so I put out a, t- uh, a tweet uh, earlier today, or was it yesterday? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and I asked, I, I'm like, hey, I'm like, here's the obligatory, I'm a podcaster, please listen to our show, please subscribe. And, I, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but you have to do it. You like do. You, we, we have to do it. We have to ask. And for those of you that have been around a long time, you're probably sick of hearing us, you know, being like, hey, can you subscribe and watch our show? But like, but that's the, it's, you have to do it in order mm. to, to, to gain that listenership. And again, the reason that, and I, and I, and I, and I, I used to, I used to feel bad about it once upon a time. Mm-hmm. I used to not love the idea, Michelle, of asking for folks to follow and support because it was asking them to follow and support us. And I'm like, well, I'm just a fan. We are just fans. Like we're nothing special. We just have microphones and a camera. So there's nothing to differentiate us. But then when we, when we came up with the one nation foundation and we've seen the growth and the potential of the one nation foundation and the impact, and this is not being overdramatic, the impact that, that the foundation is having to these other Raiders organizations that are, you know, bringing young women out of danger of domestic violence and Mm -hmm. substance abuse. Um, We are taking younger kids. I say we, these other organizations we're giving to taking young kids to, to Raider games that are underprivileged and would normally not have that, that opportunity to, to do things like that. Once we found out that the reason for us to do this show is to help benefit those kinds of foundations that Michelle, that's when it clicked for me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be shy to ask for your support now because it's not about supporting us. It's supporting what our foundation is going to do for others. Yeah. It's like, as an artist, it's always so hard to like promote yourself. You always feel like you're like, Oh, love me, love me. But when you make it about the one nation foundation, it's like, I want to tell everybody like, it's so funny. My husband Lamont, he tells Everyone that you don't have to be a Raiders fan, but Lamont is delivering construction equipment across Tennessee or middle Tennessee and telling everybody to listen to the podcast and about the one nation foundation. And, but that just, he's had people listen to the show that aren't even Raiders fans and they really appreciate what we're doing. And, and I think that's, that's the goal is the more listeners, the more we get to do for the one nation foundation. And that's that's one of the ultimate compliments. I've had a a few people like, you know, folks I've worked with or whatever. Yes. And they're like, I listen to you every week. And I'm like, but you don't like (laughs) the Raiders. I'm like, no, but you guys are fun. Like that's the ultimate compliment that you're not a Raider fan and you tune in like, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Well, and, and to kind of tag what you said there, I understand the concept of, you know, not enjoying being like, Hey, please listen to us. Please listen to us. But instead in another way, we're saying, Hey, do you like Max Crosby? Why don't you support his, you know, oh, his yeah. mission? You like Freddie B Super Bowl 11 MVP. If you need him a hall of fame, 88 support him. Do you like kids? Support Raider It's become like yeah. such you a like bigger message like most than of that. them. You know? Well, I was yeah. going to say, that may not yeah. be a speaking good lead. And yeah. speaking <laughs> of the folks, and speaking of the folks that, Damn, uh, that, that contribute, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, much respect. So Yoshi jumped in there. $20 donation to the One Nation Foundation. So much respect. Thank you, and Yoshi. Then, yeah, absolutely. And our buddy Intel, who always comes in clutch for us every single time. We can't thank you enough, Intel, for your unrelenting support. <laughs> says yeah. One Nation with a $100 That's donation fantastic. to the One Nation Foundation. Amazing. My goodness, man. Thank Amazing. you so, so very much. And, I mean, it, it's all going to great stuff, man. Yeah. So so thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Yoshi. Thank you, Intel. And even if you're not able to support the show, Mon, Monetarily, and we are so 
highly appreciative of those direct mm-hmm. donations. Thank you guys so very, very much. Uh, we ask that you, uh, if you can't support it uh, monetarily, hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit a thumbs up, tell a friend, all that good stuff, because that generates advertising opportunities for us. And we don't have an advertiser tonight, but we are uh, coming back with Manscaped next week. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. we're going to be back with Manscaped for the next couple of months. And those folks are, uh, are, are all that advertising dollars go straight to the foundation. So thank and you. And respect to Raider Nation for using the promo code MURF. Yeah. Well, that's got us re up. That's got us re up. Yeah. 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 Manscaped, yeah, yeah, yeah. folks. So Manscaped, they sent us the stuff and all that, and they gave us the promo code. And on your behalf, half Raider Nation, the One Nation Foundation is going to grow in another way because now the Manscaped folks saw that Raider Nation comes through, That's and right. so they laid locked in with us for another couple months, so much respect to you guys. Yeah, man. That's cool stuff. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. So anyways, thank you so much. Alright, enough about our housekeeping, because yep. you know what? There's someone out there that's very first time tuning in, and yep. they're going... When well, these guys going to talk hell? about the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the damn Raiders. So well, here, bye week. Do what are we doing? Yeah, what, is, what do you want from us? It's the bye week. We just got our ass kicked by the Chiefs. I'm always talking, talking about the Raiders, Raiders though. Oh, well, that's true. I we mean. always talk about it. Well, you know, it's funny. And and so, and Michelle and Jeff, most of the time before the show, and we had a whole bunch of other stuff we were planning today. But usually these two start going at it about the Raiders before the show starts. And I'm like, will you stop it? I'm like, we're going we're gonna, to, you guys know we have to do a podcast for like an hour and a half and talk about we this stuff. We have to do Sorry, it in whisper tones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we'll just text mad. each other next to each other. And I'm like, what about that? What about that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> be like, hey, how about that Aiden O'Connell pocket presents? What do you yeah, think about yeah, all that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't tell dad. <laughs> all right. So anyways, we appreciate those of you. Uh, so Jeff, uh, shout out the chat room. Yeah. And then also, when because we, we're going to kick off talking about the Raiders, tell us, oh my gosh, Jason Hunter. How about hey. that? Oh, says, hope yeah. y'all had a blessed Thanksgiving Raider Nation for life with a $20 donation. Thank you, the thank you Jason Hunter. Thank That's you, awesome, Jason. man. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, yeah. Hope y'all had a good time yeah. celebrating with friends and family. Uh, of course, now we're heading into Christmas season. Anyways, I'll save all that. We're going to guys here to talk about the Raiders. Yeah. So let's talk about the Raiders. So Jeff uh, always takes our episode number, which is 314, and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And so, Swag Jeff, what do we have tonight? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to shout out everyone in the chat. So, uh, Tider Raider, our good friends in there. Hey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Moore, Salt City, Silver and Black's in there. Uh, Paul what? is in there. Uh, Never course, heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Don't get me started. <laughs> well, uh, well, I said that in the chat, and he goes, yeah, all we need is a bo- oh, oh, oh. Uh, Yeah, so much respect. Of course, uh, Jason Hunter, Hooligan Nation, Ron, the Raider, holding it down in the chat in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, just when Wendy is in there, uh, vibrators yeah. in there. Tony Shefford is in there. Yoshi, uh, deep H two O V ones in there. Uh, Michelle's in there. <laughs> Michelle, yeah. Intel's in there. We got the whole crew, man. And so yes, so each and every week, we take a significant moment within Raider Nation, relate it back to the episode number, and uh, and so you know, I'm, I'm a busy guy. Yeah, you are. I'm a busy guy, man. You know, I'm out here. I <laughs> got shit to do, man. I got shit to do, man. So, you know, you it was places just to go, people to see, season? things yeah. to do, man. Like, it was just th- it was just Thanksgiving break and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm doing stuff with the we kids. We were working I'm, today. We we've been we, we actually we, 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 we did yeah, big yeah, work today. We're closing deals, you know. ABC, 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 always yeah, be closing. We feed babies, putting on shoes, paying mortgages today. Telling like, you, man. Heck, you yeah. know, we, I mean, we kill it on the podcast, and we kill it in real life. I mean, just, oh, just, 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 just humble as well, just, Jeff. Oh my god, the humility that really makes it really comes through. It's just my name is not humble, Jeff. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's swag, Jeff. And I got that really? swag, bro. Yeah, absolutely. He's the but prototype for humility. Like, yes, I love absolutely. it. I love it. I'm telling you. Yeah, you should love it, Michelle. You love I that do. Shit. You love that shit. I want to be as humble yeah. as swag, Jeff. <laughs> One That's day. why you two share the same side of the table <laughs> over there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Trying to get her like me. Uh, but, I'm, I, hey, I'm trying to be like you. Uh, well, that's a good I goal am. to reach. It is. One day. One day. One day. Uh, so, yeah. So, hey, so each and every week. Uh, so, you know, so like. So, yeah, yeah, your yeah, mouth to God's ears. I'm right. telling you. I'm telling yeah. you. So, hey, so so like I said there. So, so I'm, you know, so I'm, I'm busy and shit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> So, I'm busy so, T- as shit. so T-Hum, our good buddy T-Hum, T3 Sports Guy, he always likes to help us out yeah. with some episode numbers, right? Ron says Muhammad Ali once told Swag to tone it down. That's it. That's it. So, uh, so you know, so he hooks me up. He helps me out. So I pull up my email about 15 minutes before the show. Yeah. And, it's a, Der- and it's a Derek Karstad. Oh, oh, no. So oh, no. I look down at the rundown. T-Hum. And it's episode 314. You know, we just had Thanksgiving. Yeah. So three fourteen. It's 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 our is that pie. pie? It's, it's our pie episode. Oh, look it at is that. Our pie Damn it. Episode. We missed a big opportunity. Yep. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Pie hey, shot. I'll just say f- math for the win. There you math go. Math for the. There you go. I've yep. never said that in my life. Never, never. I, I can't so, do yeah. math. I love numbers, but you I know, hate math. And it's yeah. Thanksgiving, so much respect to pie. Much. Uh, you know what? You know what I mean? Respect to the pie game, man. You know. Just ask the rock, man. Pause. You know, so yeah. yeah. Pie so, uh, is greater than cake. I hey, love that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, that, yeah, yeah. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. But uh, but you know, Stand I mean, on it. and then also how many how many three and fourteen seasons have the Raiders had? Oh. Let's highlight one of those. Oh, that no. might be better than a Derek Carr stat. That well might be. Is that what you is that what you've got? It may be hard no, to choose no, though. No. Oh, no. we haven't had a three and fourteen. Because they not? didn't have 17 games for that long. Oh, okay. We th- There's probably a 3 and you 13 in there. You just offended You just offended okay. dad. Yeah, there's 2 and 14 for sure. That was 2006. Sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. Get your shit together, Jeff. Now, okay. now he's mad. Well, I'm just respecting <laughs> pie, you know? So speaking of pie. What the f- are we doing around here? Just, Speaking of the pie enthusiast. Southern comfort strong. Hey. Or says he's fat. You know what? I'm going to say this too. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was my favorite shot we've done so far. Stop that ain't it. true. Stop That's it. That's not true. I do not believe that. Yeah, wait, geez. wait. Over gross, the butter man. pecan? No, no. Okay. Okay. I was about to say. say. I don't believe you. <laughs> I, don't, I kind of enjoyed it. Oh, is that is it similar to? I've never had Hennessy. Did you? Oh, no, it ain't Hennessy. It's, it's it's bourbon flavored They're with peach pits. Terrible. I think is what it is. Okay. Well, Southern is, is that the whitest thing I've ever said? I've never had. Hennessy. I've never, I've never had, had Hennessy. Hennessy. I've never tried. Hennessy. Oh my god! Yeah. What's yeah. a forty ounce? Uh, Hooligan Nation with a three dollar <laughs> and fourteen cent bet <laughs> uh, into the One Nation Foundation. Much respect. <laughs> Uh, our, and also our buddy Raphael. Oh, that's amazing. This is Salute Raiders Fan Radio, the best effing show Stupid ever man. in the nation. Uh, oh, Michelle, Jeff, and Murph, much love thank and respect. You, Y'all Raider Nation for you. life. Much respect oh, to you yes, guys. Thank you. And, thank you. And, and you know, and, and I got to say this too, and then, sure, and then, and then jump back into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're being silly here <laughs> yeah, tonight. We we're kind of off the rails a little because bit early. Why not? Because why not? We got our, again, to go back to, we got our ass thumped by the Chiefs. Like, we want to, like, we're going to sit around and lament about the freaking three quarters that happened after the first one. Like, we're going to talk plenty about the game but we're just yeah, trying to have a little yeah. bit of fun here at the top man Cause, lighter side cause lighter side the journey, lighter side the journey man. that's it man that's so it, that's all this it. All, all right. this pie talk let's talk to the pie enthusiast <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! the pie enthusiast boy, Mosh. Mosh. <laughs> are you connected you got it connected to the bluetooth Uh-oh. there Jeff. 
Wah, wah. Sorry, guys, we blew it. Oh, you blew it. We blew it. I might have contact info. I could find it. Yeah, here I got it. I mean, I do my best, Woo. but. <laughs> Woo! Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old uncle we need to give you a here with Michelle. You need to do some shit around contact <laughs> info. <laughs> So sit up, zip up, shut up, carrying your and ass every show, Michelle. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? Hey. You want to email me? Email me at hey. show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki 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 Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, America go, go to the, the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your Wait, podcast provider and search <laughs> Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Hell, yeah, it was. <laughs> Good. good. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, that was good. Nicely done. All right. So here at Raiders Fan Radio, at the top of the show, we uh, we uh, give a little bit of respect. We don't do props. We don't do shoutouts. There's nothing wrong with those things. But we're Italian, so we like to give a little bit of respect. Hey, and it's it's right down here. It's it's it right Let's there. Let's go. I'm telling you. Murph, Swaggy J, Michelle Nation, <laughs> it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute <laughs> and much respect to the following folks. I figured it would be light, 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 high, high pitch. It doesn't count. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. High, oh, here we go. It's deleted if it's, it's high pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hit the wrong button. Sorry. You're in your fuck era. What happened? Yes. What happened? I blocked out for a second. Whoa. Murph channeled me through some <laughs> sort you. of... That was... Jeez. Yes. I'm a, I don't know what happened. But... Okay. Co-sign so. everything that was just said. I co-sign it all. All right. So My here. name's Michelle, and I approve this message. 
<laughs> oh, that needs to be. A, I need to be a button. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, that uh, could be your button that you push. Yeah. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we've got to get Michelle a button. I need a button. Come on. Ron yep. the Mater says Alvin and the Uffs monks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here at the top of the show, we don't do props, we don't do uh, shout-outs, nothing wrong with those things, but we like to give some respect. And so, you know, listen, there was we're going to go around the horn, and uh, I want to hear some respect out of out 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 Swag and, and, and Michelle as well. But mine's going mine's gonna to be a minute, because I've got audio to go along with mine. Oh, and oh so, wow, okay. Yeah, and so I think it would be, it's it, listen, you can call it low-hanging fruit, but... My respect this week is going to go to Max Crosby for the absolute, of course, literal Herculean effort that this dude put out to get back on the field on Sunday. For those of you that hadn't seen it, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have, but just in case you hadn't, the dude literally risked his life Dude, with this literally. knee injury. Yeah. He had this bacterial infection with this fluid that built up in his knee. And they and it was like, and I forget what the amount, the percentages were that put people with that you know injury or that condition at risk of not only limb it's loss, terrifying. but life loss. And yeah. dude balled out to freaking come back and play. Like, I mean, it's, it's up there with all time... Like Jack Youngblood once played a Super Bowl on a broken leg, right? Mm. Like there's a, you hear these, you know, Ronnie Lott cut off at the end of his finger in order to keep playing in a game. Like you hear these stories about players that have had made these incredibly, you know, mm. you know, painful sacrifices in order to be on the field for a game. That's what Max Crosby did. And it's the regular season on yeah. a team that had an outside shot at best at the playoffs. Yeah. and these, A week dude, before the bye. A week before the bye. And dude is literally giving it his everything. So I can't respect Max Crosby enough. And I love the idea that not only have we, we've talked about it on this show, not only is he on field proving to be one of the all-time great Raiders, off the field he is as well. And, and so I can't give him enough props. And listen, we don't feature Chiefs sound bites around here very often. But I got one for you coming from freaking, you know, his his kind of, I love the rivalry between him and Mahomes and kind of his, you know, whatever, his joker to his Batman or vice versa, whatever, is, is, is Pat Mahomes. And listen to the respect that he gives Max Crosby on this effort that he made to get himself back on the field. Guys up, Patrick, you guys up front, they did obviously did a good job, but uh, Max Crosby did get through once, and that's, that's despite being doubtful for this game. Where does he rank amongst the pass rushers you've seen in your career? I mean, he's at the top of the list. I mean, he's a, he's a dog, man. The fact that he played today, um, it speaks to who he is, um, not just because he was against us, because he wants to be out there for his teammates. Um, and that's the type of guys that you want on your team. And uh, I have a ton of respect for him. Obviously, when people see the, that's trash talking, but I think that's just the competitors that both of us are. Um, but uh, I know every single time I go up against him, he's going to get everything he has, and I'll do the same, and it's going to be a, a great battle to the end. There you go. So, I mean, from, listen, Patrick's the best in the league there is right now. For him to me- recognize Max Crosby as one of the best pass rushers there is. And, again, the, the, his grind to get himself back on the field. Yeah. I got a lot of respect for that. And so when, when Max was asked about it, he said, look, if I can go, I'm going to go. It's been rough. Um, it's a long week. Battled a lot of things. But um, I don't want to miss any any games regardless. You know, as things happen in life, I've been through a lot, and you know, in general. So um, some people, you know, have their opinions, think I'm crazy, but I know I'm crazy. So it's fine. I love it. Um, everything I do, I do with a purpose. And um, I did everything in my power all week, and I can't, you know, give enough credit to everybody on the Raiders staff, 
Um, did everything in their power, and I pissed them off and kept them up all night <laughs> trying to get on the field. So I can't, I can't say enough about those guys. What did it take to convince them to get back on the field? Well, there was a lot. Um, it wasn't convincing. It was like had some real issues going on. Um, was in the hospital, <laughs> all type of. Shit. Um, yeah, it was tough, but. All right, so I'm going to stop it there because I've got another clip for you where he kind of goes in on what he actually went through. The dude is literally in the hospital days before the game. Wild as shit. Inform the world. What the f*** went on this week with you (laughs) and your knee? Please break us down from Monday to game time, please. Yeah, this week was f***ing my knee. Had some fluid build up. The shit was blown up like a balloon. And I wake up the next morning and I fucking almost pass out. Like I felt like I was dying. I was literally bedridden. Like I could not move. Then I get a call that night and they're like, okay, we need to go to the hospital in the morning. There's, we found there's bacteria in your fucking, in my fluid. So it can be fucking dangerous. I had to go through all these requirements. I had to do this, this, this. I had to go out and fucking show them that, you know, I could fucking do anything. Do everything I can. Like, I, I, I want to fucking play. So that was from his, uh, from his, what's his the show? Rush. The Rush. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From his, from his podcast. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to repeat myself all over again. I'll turn it over to you to hear you guys' respect. But I mean, that's, those are the kind of things that will keep me engaged as a fan. I don't care if they don't win another game. I'm going to root for guys like that. I'm going to root for the guys that are gutting it out. Someone in the chat room shouted out Colton Miller. That was another guy that fought hard to come back. Bob Spillane was on, you know, had had limited in practice at times. So the the things that this Raiders team are doing, and this is what, and I'll save the broader conversation for when we get into Antonio Pierce, but these are the things that I had talked about and and, and was things I was looking for for this season was even if the Raiders don't have the success that we would want them to in the win column, is the team still invested? I'll If Josh McDaniels is the head coach of this football team, are these guys playing or are they tapping out? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, and that's not a, that's not questioning Max Crosby. That's questioning like, well, you know, maybe this isn't something that maybe I need to protect myself from, but are they pushing themselves to this level because of a guy like AP demands that kind of commitment and demands that kind of respect for the game. And so I don't know. I think there's a lot going on with this culture shift that has happened with the Raiders of late. And I think these and Max Crosby is the most shining example of this, but the evidence of these players coming back from these injuries and battling to go against our arch rival and F you to all of you other out there that tell me that this rivalry isn't what it, it wasn't what it should be or is because of the recent history. Bullshit, man. I'm sorry. And I'll, that's another tangent I'm going to get on, but like I, the players, it means that much to them. So any of your opinion, Twitter guy, 69 out there, whatever the hell, and you're like, oh, the rivalry doesn't count as much anymore. Bullshit. It counts to the goddamn players that are literally selling out their lives and, and livelihood and health to be on the goddamn field. It still means something. Just because the Chiefs are world beaters and we're not doesn't mean that the rivalry should be downplayed or discounted, and it is one of the best in sports. I don't care. Yeah, you, I know Michigan, Ohio State. I know Boston and New York and baseball. I know Green Bay, Chicago. I understand all that, but as a Raider fan, this is the best goddamn rivalry there is. Save me all that other bullshit sorry Phew. michelle yeah okay so my respect <clears throat> oh yeah we're back to that okay 
<laughs> so, light but, aside journey, Murph. Lighten the hell up. When on to your respect, though, when someone says that someone is built different, Max Crosby Let's is go. like, yeah. Let's go. The, because to do what he did and to play at the level he played, like what the, like that's just built different, period. But my respect goes to the whole coaching staff. Just, you know, think about Halloween is when Josh McDaniels got canned and then they canned Ziggler. Like, I mean... So to do what they did and to try to prepare the way that they prepared, no, not knowing what they were going to have to do, and then to play, you know, obviously we won the two that we should have won, played the Dolphins, played the Chiefs, which were, we not, I don't know that, he, well, I may have predicted that we'd beat both of them because <laughs> I was a very delusional at the beginning of this season, but... Had McDaniel's not been the coach, that might be different. But anyway, like so. Yeah, because we don't lose to the Bears. We, thank you with Antonio Pierce. Thank no, right? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So shout out to the coaching staff for just pulling it together, and hopefully, like the bye week is going to give them time to I don't know, uh, kind of see where they're at and and take a breath to kind of take in what they need to do going forward. But shout that's out a, to them for pulling good, it together. Great call, Michelle. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Hey, cousin Sonny in there. Hey, he says he's optimistic, but not too much. Same. And, and uh, go ahead, Michelle. What no, does that he was say? that. Oh, okay. He says. So he says. Oh, of course. Ready? Uh, wait. Well, wait, he wait, says wait. fact. I can say fact, right? Yeah, you can say it. Fact. <laughs> you bleeped me anyway because I was going to say the F word. Damn so right yeah, you are. yeah, I was. Oh my gosh! Thank you, cousin Sonny. That's his first Murph super chat. Murph knows me Appreciate too well. You. Yeah. Appreciate Sonny, man. Love Absolutely. Sonny. O- Sonny's is about as OG Raiders fan as right. you can get. Absolutely. Damn right. Absolutely. Thank you, cousin Sonny. Oh, yeah. and I love his picture there. Me and him and his dad. That's oh, cool. Yeah. At the, yeah. the freaking end zone in the Oakland Coliseum, 2011, is that picture right there? Absolutely. All right, Swag Jeff. Who do you got for? Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, and I want to tag Michelle's just a little bit right okay. there because uh, because I want to because she highlighted the entire coaching staff. Uh, I want to highlight a peep in particular mm. for benching and then oh. getting rid oh. of. Oh. Let's go, dude. You know what I mean? That's a good I like one. That. I like that because I like that a peep. I understand that we're not sure. Is he going to get the job? Is he not? Obviously, and I think we're going to talk about it later, that there's oh, yeah. a lot we're of conflicting opinions about mm-hmm. that. I think he's probably done enough to get a, a, I mean, at the very least, an extremely top of the list good look. Come on. But, you know, but not settling for mediocrity. We've oh, seen Antonio, we've go, seen Antonio Pierce get in Marcus Peters' shit the good. last several weeks about, bruh, learn to tackle. God. Bruh, where's your effort? Dude. And and then he benched his ass in the biggest yeah, rivalry yeah. game of the year. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're not going to make the effort, like, I'm freaking done with your ass. And they did. They cut his ass the following day. You know, I mean, I it, I love that, man. I love that mm-hmm. he's not settling for mediocre bullshit, man. That's a as great a defense, one, Jeff. As a defensive guy, man, yeah. he needs his dogs. He needs his guys. Come on. And yeah. if he doesn't, yeah, I, you know he what? doesn't G- see give it. Give me short king meek out on the outside yes. over Marcus Peters scared ass to stick his nose in there and make yep. a tackle all day yep. long and you know what I thought about a lot he's wearing that god dang 24 oh, that hurts and I'm me. telling you 
24 since since Woodson freaking tapped out and retired and much respect to Charles Woodson ever since that happened ain't nobody done that number any justice and you know what the thing about Charles Woodson at the end of his career who had obviously had a Hall of Fame career yeah. and I don't think Marcus Peters has, has had that but even at the times where Charles was challenged in terms of speed or any of the things that father time gets to to all of us he still was flying around and played incredibly physical safety. Yep. He was, you know what I'm saying? Like we saw some amazing plays out of that man. Yep. And that's the thing that I think it drove Antonio Pierce nuts and drove us nuts as fans, yeah. Jeff, is that like, I, I get it. You lose a step. We, again, we, everyone does. Sure. But the idea that you can't stick your freaking nose in there, like what are you protecting yourself from? That's different right. from the lack of effort that, that right? everybody saw. Amen. Like losing a step because maybe you, you're on the back half of your you know, career, losing a step is different than just lack and of letting effort. a step go. Le- Dude. Then just like, like just the, the effort was just lackadaisical. Not, man. It was yeah, bullshit. it was really interesting to watch because oh, why? Renee Aaron, uh, Aaron Dondo. Uh, uh, yeah. Po- apologize yes. for butchering your last name right there. He says that's just effing disrespectful to Max and yeah. Cole. That's a great that, point. Yeah. You got guys in there that are literally grinding it out. Yeah. Putting all the all the everything we talked about at the top, the putting these things on the line. And then you've got a guy that freaking yeah. doesn't want to stick his nose in there. Cause why? Cause why? That's what is he doing? That's it. What was he doing every time? What's that's, he doing? Yeah, it's that's it, man. It, and it's disrespectful wild. to folks, like you said, like a meek, like Nate Hobbs, who both had a good game. Good game. You Nate, know, give me uh, those two guys on the outside. Give me those guys. Day. Okay, we'll take we'll take a meek and Hobbs on the outside and throw Tyler Hall in the slot and be done. And who's for the our rest new guy? And uh, uh, and, and, oh, and uh, Jack, Jack Jones. Jones. Jack, yeah, yeah. Jack, or, Jack Jones. Is, Jones. Is it Jones? John. John. Jack, oh shit. Jack, Oh, the chat room's going to yell out. No, he's not. No, Jones? no, it's Jack Jones. I know it's Jack. I know Number 18. We love that guy. He's number 18. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's number 18. We love that guy. Shout out 18. Uh, yeah, yeah, shout out Lewis Murphy. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, hey, hey. hey but, uh, but so my respect, so I, I oh, said yeah. all that to say, so my respect <laughs> is going to go to to Aiden O'Connell. Oh. You man. know, Aiden O'Connell. Jack Jones. Yeah, Jack Jones. Yeah. What do we say? You said Jack you Jones. You said Jack Jones. You said it right. I don't know. Oh, we good. didn't know. We were just flailing yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I said it yeah. right. Uh, so, so yeah. So, But I want to give respect to number four, AOC, man, the Irish cannon. Oh. I want to give respect to him, man. Was it the prettiest game? No. Clearly not. But some of those throws that he made, we see flashes of greatness. We see some things, and it's it's beautiful. Like that throw, I can't remember. It was one of the throws, I think, kind of later in the game to, uh, to Jacoby Myers that, like, I mean, he put it, and I think he had a couple to Devontae just like it, man. Like, literally, the ball was this far from oh, a defender. It was beautiful, And he man. literally puts it exactly where it needs to be. Is he our long-term answer? I don't know. Probably not, Probably you know, not. because we're going to go quarterback in the first round, no matter how so. the season ends, you know, but should we should. And we if we better. don't, that's better. crazy, yeah. but I liked it. We're going to see a lot more from him and we're going to see a whole lot more from him over the last five games. So whatever quarterback we draft AOC, be ready to fight for that spot, bro. Mm, yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. Is yeah. there room to improve? FNA right there is man like get in get in there study film be on the field practice with Tay you know learn how to 
play, play catch with Tay in the third quarter. You know what I mean? Like I get all like, but, <laughs> yeah. but I like where your head's at. I like where you're going, man. Like keep it up, man. That's Come good. On. That's yeah, good. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. and you know, I read, uh, and, and I probably should have printed it for the show, but there was a, uh, an article out there and I, I don't know if Bleacher Report or something, whatever. And, uh, the interview was with Rich Gannon and they were talking to Rich about quarterback play. Now you guys heard me at, uh, numerous times on this show talk about that at the end of the day, the teams that hoist championship trophies and the teams that play, you know, really competitive winning football year in, year out can do three things. They don't turn the ball over. They run the football well and they play good defense. That's it. Right. And so now you can have a all time greatest player like a guy like Tom Brady or the all time newest version of the all time greatest player and a guy like Patrick Mahomes. And you can excel at, a, at an additional rate. But the bottom line is that if you do those those other three things, you convert in the red zone, you convert on third down, like, right? Like, those percentages are high. You're going to have a highly competitive football team. And so Rich was talking about how nowadays, how a lot of these newer players, and we talk a lot, too, about the difference between, like, a mobile quarterback versus, like, an, a guy that's, like, elusive, right? guy that can get out of the way. And he was talking about the, like, guys like Dan Marino and all these other players that had these long careers because they weren't hurt. Mm. And now when you look around the league, look at the way Deshaun Watson's gone down. Joe Burrow's gone down. Mm. You look at the way that like all these like great quarterbacks in the league are all getting hurt because they don't know how to avoid contact and they don't know how to make checks at the line to get themselves out of bad plays and about how so much of that is on the offensive play callers because mm. the play callers, they're trying to take responsibility for what's going to happen at the line of scrimmage and not giving it to the player. Where when Rich Gannon was playing under John Gruden, he had control at the line of scrimmage. Brady had control mm -hmm. at the line of scrimmage. Mahomes has control at the line of scrimmage. So I'm all that said to say this, I'm hoping that Aiden O'Connell, who clearly is not mobile, he's not mm -hmm. barely even elusive, but he's got the ability to read the defense and assign protections. And I think that depending on what kind of an offensive mind we get in, if they can give him that flexibility to line of scrimmage, which Derek Carr did not have, mm -hmm. and, and the times that he did have it, Checked them into some really funky stuff, according to the, the reports that we've heard. Some direct, you know, we'll say that. But bottom line, though, is this. I think your point about Aiden O'Connell, dude, I'm not going to have high expectations for the kid. I don't expect him to be anything more than a fourth rounder. But with enough time and development, and, and really we'll see the rest of this season and the rest of the time he has to play is invaluable. Oh, it totally and is. And if this yeah. guy, by the end of the year, is showing glimpses of, you know, I don't want to say greatness, but high levels of productivity, Michelle, yeah. Yeah. like, don't you think like he's, I know, and I'm with you that we're going to draft someone in the first yeah. round. We should, but I think he's got a good look at competing for Absolutely. the starting role and, or, you know, and are backing up whoever the first rounder is. Yeah. And I think it's a little exciting because it, it's, I don't want to say like, oh, the season's over because obviously it's not over, but it's exciting to see what happens over the course of the next few games because it's not, I don't want to say we're not playing, you know, as great a teams as we did the Dolphins in Kansas City, but we, he's going to get an oh, opportunity. All, other they're than playing Kansas City games. again, these are all winnable. Exactly. And he's going to get the opportunity to really develop. And I think he is under a coaching staff that is really the best opportunity for him to 
develop and 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 really grow and figure out like who he is as an NFL quarterback. So yeah, I Absolute. think it's it's cool for him. Yeah, yeah. Right on. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I also want to highlight before we move forward. Uh, AOC's resiliency oh. and being able to take a hit and to keep playing. Yeah, we man. see in this game, AOC takes a hit, takes a awkward, weird hit from McDuffie to the head. We see all that, and then immediately, all the cameras on CBS—they're all looking at—they're all looking at Jimmy G, <laughs> right? They're seeing oh him. War- we're seeing him warming up. We're seeing him take his helmet or his hat off and stuff like that. And what happens? The freaking Irish cannon goes, nah. No, nah, bro. Go sit down, bro. I got this. I like that, man. I'm you know, young. I I like <laughs> I, I, I like the dog. Sit down, man. Yeah. I got this. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. I, I dig it, man. I respect the guy yeah. that is gonna take a hit on the freaking chin and get up mm, and keep playing. Yeah, that's a great I, call. I, I love that. Yeah, I want to put an exclamation point on number 24. Whoever takes 24 next. Oh, you yeah. better bring it because I am sick of seeing 24 disrespected. Do not disrespect that number. The next person. Does a Meek Robertson want I'm 24? Coming I for don't you. give it to him. He's got I'm, 21, yeah, which is Charles' yeah, first number. Yeah, least, I'm so, coming yeah. for you Cliff if Branch you try to some take other that. Yeah. Stop disrespecting that number. Oh, Max, it. have you ever thought about changing your number Pisses to 24? Me off. No, right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Okay, so that was uh, yeah, that was right. it. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh so hey, let's uh let's go ahead. First uh yeah, I'm shout out sh- the chat yeah, room and shout out the, 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 the super chats that have been coming Ab- in, please. Absolutely. Yep, please. Uh so let me scroll back up here. So uh oh we got we got cousin Sonny who's optimistic, but not hey. too much with hey. <laughs> uh I want to give respect to Pineapple who said AOC's getting some great experience that mm-hmm. gives him a leg up on the quarterback coming in with a ten dollar donation to the One Nation oh, Foundation. Thank you so much. Yep, and then uh and then our good good friend Good friend of the show, Just Win Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Hey, Wendy, who says, Holiday Pie. Hey, if ever anyone gives $31.40, it would be a lot. Or three fourteen, whatever. But she <laughs> took the first one right it. there. $31.40 ah, donation from the One Nation Foundation from Wendy. Much respect. Cannot thank you enough. Uh, so, so yeah. So, hey, Murph. So, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, new shit's come to light. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. He goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. One of my favorite things about that clip is that he doesn't deny the fact that he is blathering. <laughs> He's like, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. Like, I am blathering. Which, and if you listen to this show enough, you know we can certainly blather. Um, all right, so uh, let's let's check in with... <laughs> what? I love the easy, blather. Easy, Jeff. Easy. No, no, no. You go yeah, ahead. Easy? All right, all right. I'm like good blather. <laughs> so Michelle does it. I'm like easy, Jeff. And then Michelle goes for it. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. That's so easy. I know, I like, yeah, hey. hey, I love a good alley-oop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me about your life. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Um, 
<laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> Just hit a sound clip. Okay. That might be the best. Finally! <laughs> finally! 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 Oh, no. What? What? <laughs> I, I can't see. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what's blind. going on. Shout, shout out Ron and our made men shout out. Okay, all right, all right, here we go. All right, all right, that's all I got to say. All right, here we go. Let's, go, let's check in. Uh, so if you guys haven't heard, we lost to the Chiefs. <sighs> Do I have a sad trombone? Carry me while I look for a sad trombone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Carry yeah. me. <laughs> there we go. We lost to the Chiefs, and uh, here's what Devontae Adams had to say about the game. No disrespect to them, but it was just about, it was more about what we were doing. I mean, we just didn't really execute the, set, the way that we had been, you know, that, in the positions that put us, you know, with some points on the board. So we just got to do a better job of sticking to the things that, you know, get us to that point, staying aggressive, and, and uh, just finding a way to finish it. How frustrating is that, Devontae? I mean, you guys are having so much success doing things a certain way, and then all of a sudden it seems like somebody bumped the DJ table kind of thing. It is. It's, it is frustrating. It's confusing, too. And, um, yeah, I don't really know what to say or, you know, exactly why it went the way it did, but we just couldn't figure it out in the second half. Uh, couldn't figure it out in the second half. All right, so, um, all right, I'm going to get the chicken out. Yeah. All right, oh, so uh, for those of you that are new to the show, we have a we have a, a, a trust chicken, a therapy chicken, the, sure. the, the Raider chicken. And sure. uh, so uh, when we go through our therapy sessions, uh, whoever is holding the chicken has the has the ability to talk, and so and no one is allowed to interrupt them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can't interrupt me because I'm holding the chicken. Noted. Noted. All right, so... <laughs> Yeah, this one, uh, this one hurt. I thought, you know, we've got Michelle, you, you brought us these amazing cigars yeah. we had handy. We were going to fire those up when we beat either the Chiefs or the Dolphins. And, you know, I was really bought into this team and I still am. I'm bought into the leadership of this team and the direction of the organization. But in terms of the on field play to to go up against your arch rival at home. And to go up 14 points and then collectively not do relatively not anything to finish out, I don't think is an indictment of Antonio Pierce. I don't think it's an indictment even necessarily of, of a young play caller like Bo Hardegree. I don't even think it's an indictment of the collective, but I, it is a serious opportunity missed. I don't know how else to frame it. Well, it's there are no good losses, there are no moral victories, but the way that game started and to then shit the bed after that, it just shows the disparity between the Raiders and the most elite teams in the NFL because the Chiefs are even better than the, than, than the Dolphins, right? And so when we look at the idea that, and M- Michelle talked about it, like we got a shot to maybe even win out aside from the Chiefs game. Where's a real world scenario where we're four and one? going out the door and I want to save the AP conversation for should something like that happen. But to do that against the, it's like the ultimate fan tease to, to, to get, to have that much electricity in the game and then just have it completely drop off and fall out of nowhere, man, that's rough as a fan. And I don't just, I don't know how else to frame it. And I'm, and if it's that rough on us, I'm sure it is on those guys in the locker room as well. And on the coaching staff, but man, Jeff, here, I'm going to hand the the chicken to you. And I want you to show me on the chicken where the Raiders hurt you. (laughs) Where's it? (laughs) In your butthole? (laughs) Butthurt. A little butthurt. You know? 
<laughs> but yes. b- before I get yes, my... Yes, you did. Before I... B- <laughs> she killed Michelle with that one. <laughs> b- before, before I give my point, I want to give a shout out to, uh, oh to Raider gosh. legend that's in the chat, Stuart Schwaggard hey, in the chat. Hey, Number 30 if you need him. Absolutely, man. Uh, last uh, time we had a good defense. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So, we, you we know... We could use you back there, Butcher. Oh, man. I'm no kidding. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to get... I don't want to dig in too much on, on the coach conversation until we get to that segment. But, you know, let's remember whose offense we're still running. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Well, they said they've scrapped 75% of that guy's plays. Okay, what's well, lead, 25% of it still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I understand that. But, like, you know, can I, Murph and I were talking on the phone uh, on Monday. I, I said... You know, you can put lipstick on a pig and it's still a That's pig. Right. That's right. You know right. what I mean? So, like, you know, I I respect the bow and respect, of course, the AP mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But, like, we're still running this stuff. And that was a Josh McDaniels loss. Mm-hmm. We were up 14 nothing. We could have, should have, would have been up 21 or at least 17 and nothing. Shout out Daniel Carlson or the Ouch. or the decision to kick the field goal in the first place. Which, we can have a debate about that. But, you know, we could have really, like, you know, stepped on their throats and really, you know, kind of taken it to them. And that was a Josh McDaniels loss. Mm-hmm. Double-digit lead. Can't adjust after the adjustment. You know, I feel like all season long, our story has been we come out swinging. Gun slinging, <laughs> perfect drive, absolute, a thing of beauty. That first drive was picture perfect. Couldn't ask for anything more. It was amazing. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And that Josh Jacobs run. Oh, oh come on. Because, you on. know, it's funny. So, I, like, when I was on with the Kansas City guy, and I'm, I don't have the chicken. You go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's right. Good job. i get my own damn chicken. Get your own damn chicken. I need a so, chicken. <laughs> here, have the chicken. <laughs> I take the damn chicken. Here. Oh, now oh, she got get... two chickens. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Tell me about your life. Okay, All right, so, on. but here's it. So when I was on with uh, with Sterling Holmes, uh, <laughs> uh, local KC radio, shout out 810, and, and those guys were great to, to host me, and uh, not only on that show, but on Arrowhead Addict. <laughs> Shell's <laughs> making the chickens kiss. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, now y'all kiss. Kiss and makeup. Now Keith. Oh, like, uh, now like Keith. Mike, Mike Tyson's having Now Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Southern Comfort. Oh my <laughs> and uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, okay, uh, so well, we, I, he was talking about how the, the 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 Chiefs like kind of intentionally allow for teams to excel in the running game because they know they can score so fast and kind of score at will. And I and, and my point to him was, well, yeah, well, watch us get some chunk plays in the running game, Jeff, and then watch us make this a game. So when Josh Jacobs takes off for the end zone and puts us up 14, I'm like, there it is. There's yep. the chunk play on, 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 in the freaking running game. And now here we are going to be off and running. Absolutely. Well, and, the, and then what happens? You know, so we, we see us go. We see the Raiders jump to this amazing lead. They've got literally all the momentum. And then the Chiefs adjust. And we don't. We don't. Mm. But and I don't, don't even. And I want someone, somebody smarter than us and knows more about football. Uh, somebody like like Stewart that understands the ins and outs and the strategy. It's like, what are those adjustments? Because you hear people talk about that a lot, and that's a fan thing. Because I don't disagree with you, Jeff. Yeah. But I want to know what those things are. 
Like well, what? Well, what is it? What is it? Stu Patrick says Graham? his motto is to always spread it wide and show me what you got. Well, that's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. No, but and Michelle, I'm talking about football. And Michelle no. gets the camera. Okay, so get the camera. So okay, because so, <laughs> she got two chickens okay. and an opinion. I have both chickens, so don't interrupt me. No, I'm just kidding. Interrupt if you want to. But okay, so <clears throat> that game, and and you guys both know that I was working a catering event, so I didn't get to yeah, watch yeah, it like yeah. live. But I was getting updates, and and then oh. I stopped getting updates, and I knew it was bad. But so that was a so you got them by the Kansas City Chiefs. How long have they been like they're like a seasoned, well-oiled machine. And the Raiders are a machine that's just trying to get its bearings. And so, I mean, I don't want to say that, like, the loss was expected because the 14 and up really I was pumped. I was at that catering event and you guys, you know, you're texting me and I was like, oh, yeah, we, we might actually be in this game. But I think. When you're a well-oiled machine, you have the longevity. You have, but when you're just trying to figure we're out scraping. what's good, you're we're just, scraping. You're just scraping, and you you have your good stuff that you bring at the beginning, and then I think there's a, a loss at some point, and you don't know how to adjust as well as a machine that's been. The Kansas City been Chiefs have this been doing this time. a long yeah. time. That's a great point. Yeah. And so yeah. 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 I, I don't want to like say that it wasn't possible, but there's a point where you have to look at the Kansas City Chiefs and think, okay, they have a plug and play. You know, like if somebody falls, someone's going into that. That's place. the thing that's fascinating it's about them is exactly. that their depth and the, their yes. ability to draft and the things that they do. It's absolutely. You'll see someone do something and it's a name you've never freaking heard. Yeah. And you're like, who yeah. the is that you yeah. know and then it, but it's somebody that they've just plugged in to a position they, that needed to be filled well, and what was it last year in the in the super bowl they had all seven of their draft picks play yes. all in that like yeah. Yeah. it's fascinating how they yeah. just completely you but know they've been that machine they, they just has reload. been running yeah. for yeah. a minute yeah. i mean yeah. look the raiders like, are just at, starting look at a guy like pacheco yeah. was he a him. seventh round pick after they no. dropped like, the yeah. draft a layer in the yeah. second yeah. second oh, yeah. round first round pick was he a first round or was he a late first rounder yeah 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 first early second something like that but like they find these diamonds in the rough like holy cow oakland fan in there says uh they got dudes on their bench that would start on the raiders no bodies and Literally. that's that's, that's and true. that's where like and i've said the this writers term, have to get to that point absolutely and i've said this term a million times and people are like what do you mean by that <laughs> and i said the raiders run out of talent and yes, they're like what yes, do you mean by yes, that well yeah. you, you only have so much talent at certain positions and like well, offensively, I don't think we run out of talent right. at times. Right. But I think defensively, you know, we could, yep. uh, you know, again, shout them out. Stuart Schweigert. We could use a Stu. We yeah. could use a Kirk Morrison. Well, we got Bob Spillane. But we could use a freaking Namdi Asamoah. Yeah. We could use, like, I mean, there are, when the last time, this and this is, I'm not just freaking playing nice because he's in the yeah. chat room and he knows this. Stu and that defense that the Raiders played in 2006 was badass. They were top 10 defense in terms of against passing and otherwise. And like, and that offense struggled completely, but that was the last time Raider nation that we had a consistent game in game out, you know, ball hawking turnover machine defense. Like that. We haven't had that. And even as the, and our play caller, what is he four games in like to go against Andy Reed? It was a, it's, it was a, 
It's a lot to it's ask for, but ask. that said, yeah. but we did so yeah. well yes. against the Dolphins, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and I know that we yeah. didn't win the game, but like that was the thing is that we did so well against the Dolphins, so yeah. it was like, okay, we got a shot, you know, to, to beat these guys. But listen, at the end of the day, the bottom line is this: it just to me, it shows the disparity. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna dovetail into the conversation about Antonio Pierce. Oh yeah, pass the chickens. Pass over. the chickens back. Um, we're gonna dovetail back into in the, the conversation about Antonio Pierce. Yeah. But I got this is I'm going to say this just just real quick. Yeah. And then throw it to me. Okay, All right. Good. The way the team has performed and the way the team has turned around in terms of spirit and culture. And a guy like Stu can speak to that better than anybody because he's been in an NFL locker room and played for these Oakland Raiders. When I way I look at the way that this team was going versus where the team is at now, despite the win loss record, despite the last two games. There has never been a bigger cultural shift in the Raiders organization, or at least the very, very shortest of lists, than when Antonio Pierce has taken over this team. The guys are still battling. The guys are still playing hard. And the reason we lost this game was because of a short time in, in, this, in the seat in terms of coaching, in terms of play calling, and because we haven't had successful drafts in forever. And so we ran out of talent. And I don't think that you can entirely hold a guy like Antonio Pierce accountable for all that other stuff that happened before he took the reins. The one thing that he has complete control over is the locker room and the culture of the organization. And he scored nothing but freaking home runs on that, right? He came out aces on that. So I don't think that it's fair to level the lobby of, to lobby the level of criticism at him that some others have had. And we're going to get into that after the break. That's my teaser. Swag Jeff, what do you got? Well, I want to say this. So this off season, you brought up all, all those things. You break, bring up the draft. You bring up, we don't have enough guys. You know, we just, we run out of talent at some point during the game. This off season is crucial. We've got a lot of guys that are coming off the books Corey Littleton is finally, finally finally coming off the books. Carl Nassib, off the books. Chandler Jones should be off the books because we'll get his salary waived because he's a freaking nut job. You see, he's he's out there again. (laughs) He's out there doing stupid shit again. I don't know if you heard, but he's got a mansion. Oh, does he? Oh, my gosh. That last video. He's like, I'm in my mansion. I'm in my mansion. Well, stay in there. And he's walking around butt-ass naked. Oh, dear. And lock the doors. Oh, my. Yeah, stay in there forever. Close the blinds. Just stay in there forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we've got a ton of money. I can't remember what our number was. $50 million, $50 plus million of of cap space in this next offseason, you know, and we'll get even more if we cut Jimmy G, which I imagine we will. We will, depending on where, and that's a little bit of a challenge. All all that kind of stuff, but like there's a lot of money that can be spent on acquisitions this offseason, and then, oh yeah, the draft as well. Like this is freaking crucial, man. Like this offseason and even the following offseason where we have even more cap space, like this is the point where if if we're going to sign JJ, let's do it now. Let's build and then let's find some other guys on the defensive side of the ball in the draft and through free agency and all that stuff because there's a lot of good people out there. Like this offseason is going to be freaking crucial, and I hope that it's AP at the helm. Amen. You know? What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. 
Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders. My guy. Radio. He's the best. <laughs> we love us some Phil Villapiano around here. Yeah. And I uh, had a great time uh, getting to chat with Phil for the first time. So we, we interviewed Phil once on the phone. Uh, I don't know, four oh, or five years right. ago or whatever. But then we got to interview Phil uh, live at the Blitnikoff Foundation dinner uh, just a few weeks ago. And that was absolutely amazing. Mm. That Vegas trip was just. Yeah. Have we all been back in the fan cave since? We- yeah, we have. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that was epic. Talking to him. That and, was. Uh, you know, when I fanboyed out against uh, my. against Mike Haynes. I was, God, well, that was awesome. I might have been. Like, I, would, I would lean against Mike Haynes. But, a thousand um, percent. That was so fun. Uh, <laughs> and then Freddie, of course. And. Dennis Hayes, Barrett, Jim Plunkett, and who else we had? Christopher McDonald. Oh, gosh. It was an incredible weekend. Oh, my gosh. That was so cool. It could have been cooler. It was yeah. so cool. Uh, other than the fact we didn't get Rod Martin back in, we'd love to see Rod back on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll have to try, God, to, try no, to catch him next, next my year. My other guy. Oh, he's him. the best. He he's was the best. The best. Yeah. Um, so, believe it or not, Michelle, there were some <clears throat> positives to take away from that. Yes. Right. I right. believe it. There is. So, the Raiders had zero penalties. Oh, yeah, that was incredible. Zero penalties. Uh, When's the last time that happened? I wonder. I'm glad you asked. Oh, (laughs) since 2000, uh, in a loss against the Chargers, we lost 34 to 10 against the Chargers uh, in uh, in December of 2000. Let's see, wait. Zero penalties since 2000 came in 34 to 10 loss to the Chargers. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Then the other the other positive is this. This is crazy. Oh, when we look at Jimmy G. He's got six games in the silver and black. When we look at Aiden O'Connell, he's got six games in the silver and black. Okay. Jimmy G had 168 attempts. Aiden O'Connell had a has 178 attempts. We'll be, we'll be creeping Don't on me, dog. Be, oof, you I'm about got creeping. just peeing in a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Raiders. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So Jimmy Garoppolo, 168 attempts to Aiden O'Connell's 178. Uh, completions, 110, Jimmy Garoppolo, to uh, O'Connell's 113. Yards, Jimmy G, 1,205. Aiden O'Connell, 1,194. Completion percentage, Jimmy Garoppolo, 65%. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, 63.5%. Yards per attempt, 7.2 for Garoppolo, 6.7 for Aiden O'Connell. Touchdowns. Uh, four for Aiden O'Connell, seven for Jimmy G. Interceptions, nine for Jimmy G. Six for Aiden O'Connell. The long play, 50 for Aiden O'Connell versus Jimmy G's 32. And sacks are the same at 13. So hmm. all that said. What, what what was that stat you just said about uh, long? A 50-yard play versus a 32-yard play. That's the difference. Hmm. Well, that's a big difference. And Oh, yeah, by the way, one of these guys has only started six games ever exactly. in the NFL. So let's cut the kid some slack, man. Let's give him the ability yes. to develop. Let's give him the ability to, to, you know, whether, and I don't know who his QB coach is going to be, who his offensive coordinator is going to be. We don't know what those things are going to look like for Aiden O'Connell, but we know this. Aiden O'Connell is going to be around for a hot minute. He's going to be around for a few years. And so I think that it's, you know, you could say what you want about the previous regime, but I think they did pretty freaking well. When you look around the league and you look at the way that the other rookies in the NFL are playing, I think that when you consider that outside of C.J. Stroud 
outside of that, I think Aiden O'Connell is doing pretty darn well and he's deserving of some patience. And I know Raider Nation hates patience. I hate it too, guys. <laughs> but this is what we got. This is the freaking, you know what I mean, Michelle? This is the scenario that we are have been given as fans and even as them as players and as a, as a, as a franchise. And so what is going to be the long-term most beneficial thing to do for the Raiders, which is what Antonio Pierce clearly got that the other guy didn't, you play the kid, you give him some time, you let him develop, and you figure out what you got. Because if you figure out that he's not the guy, then you draft someone else to take his job. Because in nowadays in the NFL, Michelle, I'm yeah. firmly of the opinion, you swing on quarterbacks until mm-hmm. you find one. And should you be lucky enough like the goddamn 49ers oh. to draft Brock Purdy as Mr. Irrelevant, the, the Niners are not the Niners if they don't hit like complete, almost like a dice roll that they hit on Brock Purdy at this point. Then I know they're surrounded by a lot of talent and all that, but my point being is this, Raider Nation, you play your court, young quarterbacks, you find out what you got, and if you don't have one, you move on to the next one. Yeah, I think that uh, over the course of the next, whatever, how many games we have, how many games do we have left? Uh, five. Five, okay, so that. Um, you obviously see his strengths, see his weaknesses, see all of the things that you think he can actually get better at and the things that he's just not good at. I still think you get a quarterback in the draft, but you'll five games. I think is a solid amount of games to be able to see what his really big strengths are and what his weaknesses are. That's going to keep him from being whatever it is that we expect him to be. And I think, I don't want to say we're in a great position because obviously we would rather be at the Super Bowl, (laughs) but I think, it's good to be able to see over the next few games, five games, how, what you have in him. But still, you draft a quarterback, and then you have a battle to see who is. I, I still think, and I know like mobile quarterbacks seems to be the move, and it does feel like that is the move. And I, I, I still want to file a lawsuit to against McDaniel's for um, really setting us back. So so oh so much. he owes us money. But he owes sure. us some sort of restitution, damn it. But I, I because I feel like he really did set the Raiders back considerably. I think so too. Yeah. But you but know But not like, not I don't think terribly though. I don't know. Not it's thank this God isn't he like didn't trade away. This Renfro isn't like Jamarcus tra- type exactly, of setback. Because yeah. thank you for yeah. saying that. He didn't they didn't get the opportunity he, to trade man. away those guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. But he and was you know so what? so focused on his how he does things. It really just All right. So I got a linchpin in I'm gonna just, <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go high controversy as oh, Uncle, as oh Uncle I Marshall love said. controversy. All right, are you ready for this? I'm you ready. want you want it, Michelle? Or you want? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, Michelle, we all want it. All right, so here's what <laughs> here's what I got. I'm of the opinion it's not a terrible idea for the Raiders to consider trading Devontae Adams next year. Oh, <sighs> I do not want it to happen. I love Devontae Adams, and he is a leader on our offense. Oh. Yeah. But I, if if we are in a position to where we need to acquire draft capital and we need to acquire talent in the draft, which is that no matter who has been our quarterback, no matter who has been our general manager, no matter who has been our you know you know coach of our team, there are one thing that has consistently fallen short of this organization for many many years beyond just the recent history of the team. And that is we have failed in the draft outside of Reggie McKenzie's draft, where he pulls Khalil Mack, Derek Carr and Gabe Jackson. 
outside of that, when was the last time we had a draft where we went and secured some serious talent all the way down the line? Mm. So are, is Mark Davis willing to hand over the keys of the kingdom to a guy like Champ Kelly, to a guy like even Antonio Pierce? And we're going to get, I promise you, we're going to get this Antonio Pierce conversation, but this is great. I love where we're going with this. Is it, is there a world where Mark goes, okay, Antonio, Champ, Sandra, y'all take it and do what you got to do. And what, what, what are they going to want to do? They're going to want to acquire talent. How do you acquire talent? You got to do it in the draft. It's Capital. bottom line. It's what we just talked about the Chiefs. It's why the effing Chiefs are so good. It's why the freaking Eagles are good. It's why the best teams in the NFL are good. Not because they go on free agent sprees. You can sprinkle in free agent players, but in that, especially now today's NFL, when when spending and some of the positions, the premier positions is so expensive and such a high percentage of your salary cap, you got to acquire draft capital. And Michelle, I'm telling you, the Raiders could get a haul for Devontae Adams, and even though it would have a negative impact, and Jeff's already shaking his yeah, head, so same. I want to throw it over to you guys. <laughs> but like, I'm I'm sitting here thinking like. Again, I don't love it, and I don't even love the words coming out of my mm. mouth. So don't misconstrue me, Twitter guy. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to look get him, Twitter guy. Yeah, get well, him, Twitter well, okay. guy. Right, come on. Yeah. Okay. So first, before anything, Dominique Anderson Consulting. That is my best friend in the chat. Finally, oh, for the first time, hey. I want to shout her out. Nikki is Nikki's what I call hi, her. Nikki. So, oh, Nikki. Yeah, Thank you for thanks for us, being Nikki. here. I think it might be her call first us. time. We need another made woman in the Dude, show. So we call, need some made women. You, you call, call us three times. Yeah. 909 three, uh, you got a pen about Dominic. to get on her 909-345-3346 we have a sea of fan That's show right. where we hear from you Raider Nation mm-hmm. so so call us a few times leave voicemails we've been best friends Tell since 10th grade 10th really? or 11th grade 10th or 11th grade are you oh. being for real no so no I'm being for real no she oh, is my best friend you are being for real no no she I really I thought is. you were just doing oh, a shtick no 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 oh she, good no we've been best friends since you I invited myself to her shut up you just talked about trading Devontae Adams don't judge me I invited myself in 10th grade she said 10th grade grandmother's funeral because wow. she was going by herself and yeah, I was she like just, do you want me to go and we've been best friends ever since Michelle told yeah. us that story last yeah, yeah, yeah. week yeah yeah oh that's right yeah I didn't yeah. know it was her I'm sorry but okay so Jeff, to your point about figure out another way to do what you're saying do without getting rid that's, of Devonte Adams that's, that's yep I don't how else do you do it fucking I'll tell, <laughs> sorry get creative and I don't know how you do it but they have better football minds than I do. Figure out a way to do it without getting rid of Devontae Adams. Well, I, that would be well. Listen, that'd we, be rough, man. Well, listen, we're we're gonna finish with a maybe top fifteen pick, and I know this isn't a popular opinion, and I don't even know that I buy into it, Raider Nation. I'm just throwing it out there. Jeff and I ran down what it would look like for the Raiders to get into the top ten or even fifteen to draft a quarterback because, or what was it, top eleven? Top 11, because there are five, oh, although I saw, who declared today? Spencer Rattler from South oh, Carolina oh, yeah, declared yeah. today. So there are five or six quarterbacks. I'm telling you, Raider Nation, the quarterbacks are going to be going fast and furious this year at the top of the draft. So you got Rattler now, you got Jaden Daniels, you got Drake May, you got Bo Nix, you got Michael Penix, you got Caleb Williams, you got these guys, right? All over the top of the draft. And so for the Raiders to make a move for one of those guys, Guess what? You want a franchise quarterback? How serious are you about acquiring one? You're going to have to make a bold move. And at this point, as much as I love 
a guy like Devontae, as much as I love Hunter Renfro, as much as I love a lot of the Raiders out there, I'm thinking, is it time for us to be bold? If you want a guy, go get a guy. If, you, if, if there's somebody there that you think is going to turn around your franchise because the first thing on field that could turn around an NFL franchise is a goddamn quarterback. That's right. it. The end. Look at what happens to the Bengals when they lose Joe Burrow. And the, and the, and the, 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 the freaking the line is long about teams that have either fallen off the face of the earth or have completely turned around. Once you get that quarterback, and especially a young one in the draft that you can build around, he's inexpensive. You can build your defense. You can build your offensive line. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm becoming of the mind in today's NFL. Nobody is safe until we get a quarterback. That's, I, I don't know how else to spin it, man. I don't know how else Paul to think of it. Paul said no point having one if there's no one to throw it to. But if you have a great quarterback, you can find other things to do to build around him. You can f- look what the, the Bengals drafted Joe Burrow and then they drafted Jamar Chase. Right. There are ways to build around it after you acquire the quarter. But it's the most important position in all of team sports. So I'm becoming, again, of the mind. You sell out until you god dang have one. It's why the Titans haven't stopped drafting quarterbacks yet. You know what I mean? Like, you're just going to keep going until you get one. Look what happens when you get Brock Purdy. Look what happens when you get Jalen Hurts. Okay, can, I, can I stop you? you? Please do. Okay. Uh, what has been our MO, Raider Nation? What has been the thing, the dark cloud over our franchise for a long time besides a couple flashes in the pan a la, you know, uh, Colt Miller, Max Crosby, Hunter Ren- Josh Jacob, bad drafting, bad drafting. So one of our best players on our team, Devonte Adams, we ain't going to get rid of his ass. How do we get him? We traded draft capital. Mm. Ziggler, respect to him, said, F them picks. Let's go get Tay. So now if we want a franchise quarterback, you don't have to trade Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is why a franchise quarterback wants to come to the Las Vegas Raiders. F them picks, bruh. Nah. Trade this ain't a- mad, dude. Sorry. Trade mad. a first. Trade a second. Trade two first to jump up into that draft and grab your guy. Grab your guy. You don't have to get rid of people. You get rid of the stuff that might or might not hit. What what did we say when we traded our first two picks for Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams was the best pick of the first round and the second round because that's what we gave up to get Devontae Adams. But what if he's not the guy? See, here's the thing, though, Jeff, and this is where, and I'm glad we're having this this, this back and forth because, you know, radio isn't always great when everyone sits around and agrees with each other. If you whiff, you're screwed. If you if that quarterback that you moved up for and you sold out for Bryce Young turns out to not all be all that hot, you're screwed because then you can't go and get a guy the next year. So you if you look at this with a long lens, pause. When you look at the with at, at, in that fashion, you've got to take a calculated risk, and you do that by acquiring draft capital, not auctioning it off so you can go up and, and grab a guy. I don't, I don't agree, man. When you have a guy like Devontae Adams that is proven 
You don't move on from that guy. And yeah, oh, he's my- proven, and he gets five catches a game, Jeff. And he's not. We're not winning football games. Okay, well then go trade some draft capital and get your guy. And oh, if he doesn't work out, oh yeah, we still have Aiden O'Connell on a rookie deal. Aiden O'Connell is important That's to this fair. franchise That's right a safety now because net. That's it's a safety your safety net. net. It's your guy. And then, oh yeah, go get a freaking offensive coordinator that knows how to sling the ball around the field. Let's get a guy that can that can develop Aiden O'Connell, that can develop Michael Panics, Caleb Williams, Drake May, LSU Cat, any of these guys. Get a guy that can develop a quarterback. Bo Hardigree, love you, bro. You can't develop a quarterback. You came from the Josh McDaniel pool. Love you, man. Bye. You know, see if the time see for whatever. the enemy. It's right. time yeah, for yeah, yeah, a, yeah. we're time for another offensive minded kind of guy. And I I hate that word. And I feel it's so triggering. And for forever, when someone tells me, well, he's an offensive guru. Screw you. <laughs> I don't like that word. Don't tell yeah, me that yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And but, that's a hooligan nation says in there. He says, we just got rid of the offensive guru. We just got rid of that yeah, guy. Yeah, but yeah. go get a guy that knows how to sling the rock around. Get a guy that knows how to handle a number one true n- best wide receiver in the NFL kind of caliber right, guy. That's fair. You know what I mean? And okay, so you right. you trade a couple of firsts, you know, because we're, I mean, if the tra- tra- trajectory is where it's going, we're still going to have a top 15 pick. You know what I mean? I don't imagine that we're going to drop down to 24, but I don't imagine that we're going to jump up to three. I don't imagine that either one of those things are going to happen, but what we're going to have is a middle of the pack kind of guy. So if we trade a first and a first next year or a first and second and a first next year, or whatever it is, we could jump up into the top five into the draft and we can get our guy. You know, God forbid a guy like Caleb Williams, who has been the undisputed number one overall pick of the guy decides to commit to the NFL draft. He might fall a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's kind of been doing some, you know, he's lost five straight in college right now. He's crying and hugging his mama and stuff like that. And respect to his mom and all the shit that they got going on. He's still a good, talented quarterback, you know? So if that guy falls to the five, or four or three or whatever it is. Okay. We got our guy. And then, Oh yeah, by the way, it's, it's a sexy thing that you got Devonte Adams over there. Okay, at wide receiver right. one, you all know? Right. So I'm, I'm telling you, man, all right, well, well, it ain't going to happen. Please. It ain't going right. to happen. All right. Well, fair enough. And I, I think it's an interesting conversation and we'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Ron, the moderator in there says, we try to outsmart the room with these bargain bin guys, go get a consensus top quarterback you swing and miss. You miss doing the right thing. Not out foxing the room for Cleveland Farrell. I totally, See, totally freaking that's agree. That's what with I'm that. saying, and that's what that's what I'm saying. But there's there are different paths to get there, and so whatever path the Raiders choose, I mean, we're gonna obviously we're gonna wish them the best, and uh, and so I got faith that Champ Kelly and uh, Antonio Pierce will take us in that direction. And speaking of of those guys, that's called a segue for those of you that are not in the biz. Love a good segue. And so uh, yeah, l- let's let's check in with um uh check this out. The guy's going to be here on December 20th. Scott Gilbranson is going to be sitting over there in that seat uh, here on December 20th. Uh, but until he gets here, we're going to tap in with the Silver and Black Today guys. So we're going to listen to Scott Gilbranson and Mo Moten talk about the future of Antonio Pierce and whether he is deserving of the head coaching job. I think, Mo, we still need to see how the final five games play out. My answer to that is what's the rush to make him the head coach? You, you still have 
five games left of the season. Like, there's no reason to make a decision now. You wait until the end of the season, you see the results, and then you make a decision because one, you don't know who the other candidates are who are going to be available. Why are you making the decision now? You don't even know who's going to be available in the offseason. To me, that that would be a poor way to go about the head coaching search, making a decision before you even know who the candidates will be. <laughs> so do you like if you're hiring someone, do you just make a decision when one person walks in the door without at least talking to the other five, six, seven candidates? I, I don't I don't know any good company that does something like that. So- all right, so there's Scott and Moat. Now I'm going to play one more clip for you, okay? Uh, and then we're going to. I want to have a little discussion around here around around Antonio Pierce, and I want to know what you're thinking, chat room, and uh, and, and shout. Out, I tell you what, shout out the chat room real quick. You got the you got the comments there from from Silver and Black today from Scott and Mo, where they're talking about what's the rush and and uh, and, and taking their time. Uh, so while you process that, who do we got in the chat room, Swag Jeff? Absolutely, uh, T Hom's in there. Tony Shefford, vibrators in there. Hi, baby. Uh, Renee's <laughs> in there. Uh, Intel's in there. Julio in there uh, who also had a $10 donation in, uh, via One Nature Foundation. You, respect respect to you, Julio. Dominique is in there. Nikki! Uh, SoCal, SoCal Sal is in there. I love that name. Uh, Ron the Materator, Franklin83 is in there. Paul, Paul? is in Paul? there. Just Win Wendy. Paul. D. D Raiders in there. Edgar V's in there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sean Johnson's in there. Uh, the gymnast? Uh, uh, they oh, must be related. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they must. Yep, they must be related. For I know sure. she was a big, uh, big Raider fan. Yeah, eighty-nine <laughs> Raiders in there. Uh, uh, Vegas Raider Pete's in there. Pete. We got the whole. Yeah, we got the crew man. That's uh, well. Speaking of the K, we got to get Stuart Schweigert in here. We got to get him in the. Family. Oh yeah, bro, the butcher man. We got to get the guy get the butcher in here. Um, all right, so next up, let's. Uh, so we heard from Silver and Black today, guys. They're still kind of on the fence about AP. Uh, uh, Tom in there says the jury is out on AP. I'm not sure at this point. Well, listen to what Keyshawn Johnson has to say. And I don't feature uh, Fox Sports or ESPN clips often. Um, This is a show of featuring things we don't normally feature, apparently. Um, But when a good point's made, a good point's made. So let's check in with Keyshawn Johnson talking about Antonio Pierce. I agree with Michael. When you look at the first two games against the Giants. And then, but the Jets are a good team. Jets, good at the defense, time, they defense, defense, defense. They can they run they the call ball them well. Team well, I mean, yeah, the quarterback was an issue more so than anything. But they took care of business against them. And then they <laughs> Miami, like Michael said, down to the wire. And then if you, if you look at this game, two minutes left in the third quarter, it was 21-17. So they, they dominated, like Michael said. They were up 14-0 at one point in this game. Kansas City's not going to go away. They got the best player in, in football in the quarterback position. So you can't expect for them to just shut it down. But the one thing that this Raider team has done is they they have changed the, their approach in the way that they approach these games. We didn't see this with Josh McDaniels at the helm being the head coach. We didn't see this. They didn't play inspired football. They played lackluster, uninspired football. Mm-hmm. If you can tell... Guys like Devontae Adams were frustrated. Jacoby Myers, who knew the coach from his days in New England that came over doing free agency, said, nah, nah, I can't can't continue to wear a blanket over my head and act like I don't see what's going on. Now, all of a sudden, he's caught fire. Uh, uh, Renfro is starting to look like the receiver that he was a couple years ago. This is a different team, as I said before, Skip, a couple weeks ago. Just hire the dude. What are we waiting on? Because because they, they're going to be this way for the rest of it. And they're going to win some games. They got Minnesota coming up. 
I don't think Minnesota's there. I mean, yeah, they got a little spark because of what they've been able to do over the last couple of weeks. But I don't think Minnesota at home against the Raiders is going to walk in there. No. The Chargers. I don't think they, their coach probably getting ready to get it too in a minute, uh, Brandon Staley. He's probably going to be relieved of his duties at some point in time. Yeah. So they're catching the teams right to make a nice little – Try to make a nice little late playoff wild card run. And if they don't get in it, it it's not because they don't want to. It's just because you, you hired the guy too late. And there was enough losses piled up where they couldn't make up the difference. So mm. Antonio's done a tremendous job as far as I'm concerned. All right. So great comments there from Keyshawn Johnson. And, and yeah. I, I agree with him wholeheartedly, Michelle, that I think that if, if Antonio Pierce is our coach from day one, the Raiders record is not the Raiders <laughs> record. And while I respect what Mo and Scott had to say that there's the Raiders shouldn't be in a hurry to, you know, to, to crown the next head coach, I get that sentiment. But if we can beat the teams that we should beat and the prior regime couldn't get this team in a position to win the games that we should win. So if, if he can do that and turn it around based on all the things that they left him, the setup that he was like, that to me is a successful coaching job. And I can respect the idea that, and a lot of people have, have compared him to like Singletary when he took over for the Niners and, uh, and, and others as well. I understand that idea that emotion is fleeting. And I understand that you can't just go game in game out for an entire 17 game season in the postseason and win in the, in the Super Bowl on nothing but emotion. That said, I don't think that that emotion is necessary when you have a healthy culture in your organization. And to me, you can teach anyone to manage a football game. It, but there are certain traits that are inherent, whether they're learned or whether they're, you know, just something that you're born with, God-given talent. Can you be a leader? Can you be a leader of men? Can you be, can you share your vision? Can you uplift others to their own successes? Can you do those things and be successful? And Antonio Pierce has already shown that he's able to do that. And so the the game management and all the ins and outs, the the more of the, the managing and the micromanaging of being a head coach, you can learn to do that stuff. You can learn on the job. You can learn through your experience. You can learn in the offseason. You can be mentored. So I, I trust the intangibles of a guy like Antonio Pierce way more than the pedigree of somebody like stupid Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels has a way better resume than Antonio Pierce ever had and maybe ever will have and look what your results were like so i don't you know you look at the in the raiders history you look at norv turner you look at the different coaches that have come in that have had a lack of success with this team while they were highly successful in other places is because they couldn't lead and you know what i'm saying and those are the things that turn football teams around so get into give antonio pierce an opportunity to finish out this season and with any level of success against these very winnable games i think that he is earned enough because he's got he knows what it is to be a Raider he owns what it is to be a Raider and we as fans can rally behind that and most importantly the team can get behind that then then you worry about getting the strategy and you get the X's and O's and you get all that stuff figured out because the rest of it he is going to take care of that and that to me I say this all the time culture eats strategy for breakfast yeah. and that's what Antonio Pierce yeah, is going to bring but I think you you said when you first started you said if he can and my dad used to say if my aunt Tilly had balls she'd be my uncle Ike <laughs> so 
really, it is a matter of what is going to happen over the course of the next five games. Like, because I, I, I really don't think you can just say today, give him the job. I think that would be a, it would not, I don't know that it would be the best move to just say, yeah, you have the job. And then the next five games, loss, 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 loss. And right, then like, right, oh, right. God. Like, so I do think it is a matter of, Really, I mean, it, and but if it, we it, run off three straight, the well, then it's a different you know story. Saying? But that's the if. That's, that's yeah, the that's if. Right, that's right. And that's so, right. So, yeah, like right yeah. now, no, I don't. I yeah, he's done some incredible things, but let's see what happens. And at the end of the season, and that's the beauty for Mark Davis. He has some time to kind of really draw this out and and really think because good, great googly moogly, he has made. <laughs> some tough, really bad choices over the course of the last few years. So he has some time and hopefully he's surrounded himself with people that are going to kind of help him figure out what the move is because Raider Nation loves Antonio Pierce. I do. I do. Um, I think so he's yeah. so good for the nation, for the team. The team's ready to rally for him. But what's going to happen over the course of the next five games, that's going to help decide if he can learn to do the things that you were talking about. It, it really is right now all up in the air. And it, I think after these five games, then let's see what we're looking at. Fair enough. And it, so shout out Nikki in the chat there. It says Josh mm. McDaniels left behind a broken team God, and a toxic culture. Yeah. Pierce is rebuilding and will do it. Yeah. And that's a great point, I think, by yeah. her swag, Jeff, is that, you know, what you got to <laughs> consider... He's playing the hand he was dealt. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he was already He's at a disadvantage it. and Major had success with it. So I think that that's commendable. And absolutely. that, that earns the conversation. Ab absolutely. Well, and I love that you brought up what we always say. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. Yeah. You know, the culture is here. I understand that, you know, is, is Antonio Pierce right now the best game manager? No. No. <laughs> but I mean, how could you expect him to be anything Amen. different than that? Yeah, he's had six or five games or four four games. You know, he hasn't had that opportunity to grow in that aspect. But I think he reminds me so much as far as a culture standpoint. He reminds me a lot of what the Lions did with Dan Campbell. Mm. Were they getting the results that they wanted? No. They were losing, mm. but they loved that man, yeah. you know, and they knew that the success was going to come. They needed the pieces. They needed the guys. They needed the bodies. They needed the right plan. They needed all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they were willing to die on that battlefield, yeah. the football field yeah. for Dan Campbell. Well, that's what the Raiders have right now with Antonio Pierce. They have a they have 53 guys in that locker room that are ready to freaking go Come to on. battle. Especially and now we especially got 53 because Marcus Peters is gone. No. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> yeah. now we've got the right guys that's a there. Great point, you know dude. what I mean? Like so give this guy an opportunity to learn what it's like to be a head coach because all the intangibles, all the unteachables are there, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Every unteachable aspect, the leadership. I'm telling you, man, this guy is a leader of men. Mm -hmm. And even more than that, he's a leader of men that is 
Oh yeah, done it in his You're career right. and won a couple he's, championships. He's won championships yes. along the way, man. That guy wore a C on his chest when the C's first started coming out. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like this guy gets it. He is a freaking leader, and the team loves him. So give him an opportunity to learn this part of it. You know, he's a defensive yeah. guy. Let him learn the offensive side of it. Let him learn about the clock management management side of it. Like let him learn all those things. But I'm telling you, man, I. Think think this guy today has done enough to get the job to get the call from mark you know what i mean like you know i understand do your due diligence and i understand what mo said you know have you ever hired somebody without talking to all the candidates sometimes yeah if he's if the, right got candidate, guy, got the right guy yeah. you got the right got guy, guy yeah. then you've got your guy yeah. man so you know well and so, you got to know that mark davis is paying attention to how raider course. nation has responded yes how the players he don't are like responding. getting yelled at when he goes to dinner no every night. exactly yep. and he you does know? not want to make the same mistake twice that he made with basaccia like he has to be paying attention and i think it is a matter of him keep you keep him and you surround him with people who are going to help make all the other aspects rise. Absolutely. And, and right. that's right. Well, but it, it's still so, you know, it's five games to go. It, yeah. It was a long way to go. Yeah. That's the thing. We've got yeah. a third of the season. Yeah. To go, so. It's a yeah. long, it's a long way to go for sure, man. But you know, it's, it's so easy as Raider nation and I'm, I'm yeah. guilty of it. And everybody's guilty of it, of comparing what we've got now with Antonio Pierce to what we had two years ago with Rich Bisaccia. And I will give respect and kudos to Scott and Mo who said, how many people offered Rich Bisaccia a starting job exactly, or, or a yeah. head coach job? Zero people. Yeah. He's doing what he does best. He was the hero that we needed yeah. at that time. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't the hero that we deserved. Mm. Shout out Dark Knight and Batman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Antonio Pierce might be the hero that we deserve. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come you know on. what I mean? Oh like he might, he might be the guy that brings Raider Nation. We got, we might have a guy. We might have a guy. We might have a guy. And is he the most experienced guy? No, but he's going to get there. He's going to get there, come man. On. I'm telling you, man, give this guy a shot, Mark. Give him a shot. What? Why not? Why I think not? The, the other thing about keeping Antonio Pierce is then you also probably keep Patrick Graham. You know, because if you sure. bring in a new head coach, true. he's going to want all of his own everything. That's true. So maybe you do a ragtag Raiders kind of build up. I mean, maybe that is the answer. What a concept! Well, because the only, the only, what the a only, concept! The only uh, coaching position that you would have to really technically replace would be offensive coordinator. Offensive See, coordinator, that's yeah. it. Which you know is what I mean? That's, that's, that uh, yes, it is a big one, and sure, there's, yeah. but there are some great minds out there, like Eric yeah. Bieniemy we mentioned earlier. So yeah. there are some other uh, guys that you could bring in. But you're right with a retention of Antonio Pierce will likely, likely. equate right. to the retention of everybody else, exactly. and you bring in one additional person. So I'm with you. There's a, yeah, it's, it's a, just it's, a, it's exciting though. It, it is, and I think that if and I want to end it with this, and I want to get to see a fans because more of you and less of us is a good thing. I'll end it with this. There is, despite so on a normal season, if Josh McDaniels is still our head coach, there is no optimism. Mm. Like no. this show, oh. and the and the excitement, or even the just the spirit behind the conversation is completely different if we're doing the same thing with the same guy. And we're going through it all over again. You know what I mean? And so at least it now, it gives us an opportunity to consider that there is improvement to be had. 
from the, from this coaching staff, and we still have five games. Like mm-hmm. it, that that shouldn't be lost on us. I know we're coming off of two heartbreakers, especially Kansas City, man, because it's nothing worse than losing yeah. to, to Kansas City. But odds are we're going to lose to them again. Right. That's probably going to happen again. But the other four, those are winnable, those man. Wins. And especially if we can walk off Allegiant Stadium after beating the Broncos, who are a hot team right now, Ugh. potentially knocking them out of the playoffs. We going we home and they going home. Yeah. We going home and they going home. And you can't tell me there's not a world where if this team goes 4-1 and one to close it out, Antonio Pierce finishes with a running record and sends one of our arch rivals home and knocks him out of the playoffs, that he doesn't get the job? Dude. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And that's what yeah. the, and he needs to do Mark Davis shit and let AP announce his own hiring. Thank Good. you. Let's go. Yeah. let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. All right, let's hit a break, swag. <laughs> or let's hit see a fans. That's what I meant. Let's do that. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, Raider Nation, we appreciate you joining us live here tonight. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. We have so many good folks in there. SoCal Sal is in there. Uh, Nikki is in there. Tony Shepard is in there. Uh, let's see, who else we got? We got uh, Vegas Raider Pete is in there. Just when Wendy is in there. Uh, Julie, or, Julio, Julio Ailman. <laughs> Sorry. Was, Holy cow. Well, because I was reading fast, so I'm, I'm, I just saw the J. Hooked on phonics, work for me. Amen. So appreciate you, Julio, uh, very, very much. Appreciate you. Uh, Intel is in there. Uh, you, Michelle. Appreciate Hooligan Nation is in there. Dominic Q is in there. <laughs> appreciate T3 Sports Guy. Sorry. That's what, this is one of those moments where my mouth Southern outran Comfort. my brain. Yeah, 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 Tonight yeah. is brought to yeah. you by Southern Comfort. There we go. Uh, 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 H2O is in there. Appreciate you very much. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Some high quality H2O. <laughs> Some high quality H2O. Mama shit, football shit, devil. Uh, what a sucks. Gatorade is better. Movies <laughs> and I liked it. That's my. I'm sorry. Every time that y'all ever bring up the water boy, that's gonna be my quote. So don't I'm do it. Uh, <laughs> something's wrong with your medulla oblongata, Colonel Sanders. Uh, my, my favorite though is. Bobby, did they ever catch that gorilla that broke out of the zoo and came and punched you in your eye? Nah, the, the switch continues. <laughs> Dear. <laughs> Nikki so says tequila. Is that a pronounced taquila? Ta- yes. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, 100% tequila. it is. All right. So uh, this is why more of you and less of us is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Michelle as uh, she reads through your emails. And you can become a made man or a made woman by calling or emailing the show. Mm-hmm. And you can email the show at show. Oh, show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That is S. Uh-huh. Groundbreaking. H. Yes. Mm-hmm. O. Yeah. W. Wow. At RaidersFanRadio.com. And those uh, emails will go to Michelle and she'll bring them in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and read them because I don't get them anymore. Uh, inside baseball. And uh, you can also call the show at 909 345 3346. And if we play your voicemail three or more times, uh, you can become a made man or a made woman in that way. And so, Michelle. Who do we have tonight? All right. So first we have Daniel Mangus. Hey, Daniel. Hey. You got to get ready. You got the oh. potty mouth. Oh, the potty mouth. Just, oh, it's the potty mouth, Mangus. Yeah. 
They no. both oh, are. Oh, Wait. Yeah. Well, there thanks we a lot, Raiders, for getting my hopes up and taking a giant shit on them. Oh, my gosh. How many times are we going to get up by 10 plus only to watch it disappear? Seriously, it's so annoying. And now the road to the playoffs just became a lot tougher. Coming out of the bye, we have the Vikings. Yeah, not the, I was about to say, yeah. That shit's closed, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, might be closed. that road closed. That might be closed. Yeah. But I appreciate your hopefulness. Vikings, Colts, Chokers, <laughs> Donkeys, so nice. Chiefs. Me and Jeff were like, nah, <laughs> yes. man, screw that. Yes. Yes. Shut you got your damn mind, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we have to win out in order to give us a shot at postseason football. Vikings suck. Colts are meh. Chokers suck. And Donkeys really suck. Come on. The only game that's tough is KC at Arrowhead. If we beat them in their stadium, the mayor of Nevada oh should declare December 25th statewide all hail the Irish Cannon Day. Uh, if we beat Kansas City at Arrowhead, you give that man that job. You're not going to be able to tell next, me nothing. Before that he gets night. off yeah. the field. <laughs> yeah, that night. Before he hits that the night. podium, he got the job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that on Christmas Day? It so. is on Christmas yeah. Day, December so? 25th. Yeah. So wow. they, oh, they better not ruin my Christmas. Oh. They better not it ruin my be Christmas. It wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time. I went too low and it cut me off. Why don't we do this to ourselves? Okay. The rookie played well on Sunday and now has two weeks to get ready for the Vikings at home. The Raiders must come out with their hair on fire and bury the Vikings and send them to Loserville population them. <laughs> also, shout out to me. You got way too big of a kick out of that. He really liked that. Swag really Jeez. enjoyed that. I think it's a happy dad. Also, talking. it may have been the happy dad or the happy mom. Oh, there um, shout out happy mom. happy mom. Also, shout out to... Oh, also, shout out to oh. Mad Max playing hey. through a septic knee joint that's no Crazy. joke. It's career and life-threatening. Hopefully, he gets treatment during the bye week and takes it easy because we need him for the stretch run. Anyway, that's all from this twin. I hope everyone enjoys detoxing their livers the weekend to get ready for the final stretch. Daniel Mangus, proud made man. Hey, thank you, Daniel. Next, we have Anders Purs. Hey, Anders. That's a new emailer. That, well. Is it? I think it's Anders from. Oh, uh, not Norway. Not Norway. Denmark? Denmark, I think. Okay. But okay. I, maybe I could be wrong. But I think that is him. Gents, let's take a look at the situation. And gal. And gal. Yes. But maybe that's not for me. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> was he got manscape questions <laughs> coaching sean Payne went one and five in his first six games with the benefit of the draft otas preseason camp a top flight defense and a seasoned super bowl quarterback Basaccia, who we all agree should have been hired went two and five in his first seven games i believe oh staley went two and four in his first six games with a much better roster Antonio Pierce is two for two in his first four games, yet had no OTAs, no draft input, no preseason Come camp, on. a rookie quarterback, and a garbage playbook. That's what I'm he saying. He has had zero time to prepare or plan. The two losses were against teams we had no business beating. Truth. Yes, he could have made some better game decisions, end of half, going for it when perhaps field goals would have made sense, and kicking field goals when touchdowns would have been great. But we all agree that if he won one of those games, we'd been deep in the playoff hunt. And it would have been foolish to just gamble with the youngsters and play calling as if the season were already lost. Finally, it absolutely finally, finally but it's 
there's a lot after this. So oh, okay. All right. We did that but final. <laughs> it absolutely clear that the players want to play for the guy. <laughs> See Max and Colton coming back when they should not have played. His players believe in him in ways we haven't seen since Bisaccio. OC. 30 points against the Giants with less than a week to prepare. 16 against the Jets that have a stout defense. Losses against two top flight defenses with perhaps the two best DCs in the business. The guy inherited a terrible playbook with a minimal with minimal opportunities to change much. QB. I think the development of AOC has been impressive. This guy took third string snaps all through OTAs and camp. He was thrown into the fire and is growing by the snap. His QB rating against the Chiefs was the highest of any quarterback against the Chiefs this season. He also had the better stats against the Dolphins than some of the best quarterbacks in the whole league. Finally, now we're Finally. Finally. The disaster that's been our drafts. Wilson, <clears throat> him, I believe Gonzalez was available. Young, on and on. Those clowns decided that we should wait until the on fourth round on. to pick a DB. <laughs> oh, love Stephen Bishop. Fourth round to pick a DB, any DB, over two drafts. We did nothing to bolster the O-line. We used a second pick on a tight end when we could have kept Waller and addressed more pressing needs. Mayer has been really good, but our needs were huge elsewhere. We signed Hooper. Why? There are so many holes on this roster, and the current staff has had zero chance to shape the roster. We've adapted the scheme to accommodate the player's strengths to the absolute limit of what is possible given McGarbage. In short, there are very legitimate reasons why we lost the two games, and I'm optimistic about the future. Anders Purs. Hey, hey! Nice job, Anders. Nice! He's from Denmark? I think so. Okay. Trying to look back and see. I could be wrong. Yeah, he's from Denmark. I thought so. <laughs> Next, <laughs> James Williams. We haven't offended the rest VR. of Europe yet, so let's let's hey. go for it. Yeah, we 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 went we went oh we went in on we the sure UK. Did. Oh, yeah, oh we my did. gosh, we did. Yeah, didn't we? Isn't it? And that, good morning. Isn't it? Okay, don't. Okay, don't. <laughs> said, Dad said don't. Dad said Dad don't. Dad said no, don't. No, 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 no. I'm I rank. bet Paul right. said it'd be okay, but okay. That's okay. But, good morning, but, Raider that's Nation. For the, the, that when, when we start doing <laughs> Patreons. And you will have exclusive member only access to our all British show. Oh my gosh, we should totally do oh, that. Should, should, That's yeah, a yeah. great idea. And Paul we're, can host it. We're going to workshop that. Yeah. Paul okay. says he's had counseling after that last show. So <laughs> <laughs> that means he loved it. Well, it's another sad Monday with another loss shit. to the evil team in the Midwest. It's still very different. And by that, I mean, I'm not embarrassed. Disappointed, yes, but not embarrassed. I can say this. I'm embarrassed by having two players on the roster. I won't go into Roderick Teamer because he is the innocent oh until gosh. proven guilty. Not anymore. No, but he's, to guilty be, he's guilty. He's guilty. But to be arrested the night before the game, very selfish. Oh. This ties into the point of my email. There's a tale of two different players. One player was listed doubtful all the way up until Sunday morning. This man had a swollen knee and spent some time in the hospital. With flu-like symptoms, this man showed up to the game in a Michael Jordan a Michael Jordan way and played. He got a sack on Patrick Mahomes. Max Crosby is a freaking blessing and is the definition of what a Raider is. Player number two was born and raised in Oakland. Raised a Raider fan. He puts in zero effort day in and day out. Finally, AP benches him. Finally. Finally. Marcus Peters may wear the uniform, but he is not a Raider. I close out with this. I grew up in L.A. when the Raiders played in the Coliseum. I played my last snap my senior year in high school. If I was blessed with the talent and opportunity to move and made them make the league and somehow got signed by the Silver and Black, I would have gave the complete effort Max Crosby gives every damn day. 
a man who didn't grow up in the West Coast. I love y'all and have a great week. BR. James Williams, proud made man. Hey, good job, James Williams. Okay, so the next one came in at the wire while I was driving here. So I'm going to read it from my phone. This is from T-Hom. Hey, T-Hom. All right. As the team takes a break, here's some advice. Max, get better. Byron Young and Nesta Jade, get in there. Tyree, get righteous. Aiden, get with your play caller. Josh, get those yards. Trey and DeAndre, get in your sprinter stance. Zeus, get off the milk carton. Hunter, get it. Devante, get it twice. Mayor, get that middle. Divine and Sublane, get nasty. Hobbs, get your guy. Murray, get a pick. Carlson, get more extra points. Cole, get those punting records. Coach Pierce, get those guys fired up. Let's go. Murph, get those glasses foggy. Oh, my gosh. Swag, get to styling and profiling. Michelle, Get the F-bomb ready. It's styling and profiling. <laughs> Listen, my F-bomb's always ready. Raider Nation, get ready and let's go. <laughs> One Nation Foundation, get those dollars. All other teams and fan bases, get the out. T-Hom. Hey, nice job, T-Hom. Solid. That was solid. Straight to the point. I love a bullet points email. Those are the That's best. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Paul. This is Paul? This is Paul. Paul. I'll do it in my American voice. Yeah, please do. <laughs> dad's going to ground you. Yeah, please do. Listen. Hey, grounding ain't the worst thing that's ever happened. So. I'm trying to avoid an international incident. Yeah. Uncle Mosh got us in enough of those. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the rest of them. That incident. is true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Mosh would let me, but okay. Evening, everybody. (laughs) He really would. Evening, everybody. I hope all is well and Thanksgiving hangovers have cleared up. Sunday was another mixed bag of fun, wasn't it? Our boys gave gave us real hope early on that we could actually pull this one off, but it turned out we could only sustain the threat for the first half. I watched the game on Kansas City Chiefs TV It said CBS in the corner of the screen, but that was clearly wrong. So congratulations to Kevin Harlan and Trent Green, who get the Cleveland Steamer of the Week Award (laughs) (laughs) for their biased, one-eyed bullshit of a commentary. Oh, shit. (laughs) We finally reached the bye week so we can all take a breath, gather our thoughts, and see where we are. Inevitably, Coach Pierce and his credentials for the full-time job will be a major talking point. Here's what I think. Plus a thought on Max Crosby that probably won't go down very well. So I've put my tin hat on in preparation. Oh. Coach Pierce, to this point, has done an admirable job. It's been a whirlwind for him, and I find it difficult to criticize him. The same could be said for Bo Hardigree. We're still haunted by the McDumbass playbook, yet we've gone two and two. We've beaten the two teams we needed to and come up short against two of the strongest teams in the league, while still showing positive signs. He's also had his first off-field issues to deal with. Roderick Teamer was an idiot, and Marcus Peters has been an embarrassment to the 24 jersey. They yep. both, yeah, man, that's the truth. They both need dealing with, and he acted quickly and without fuss and sent a strong message to the rest of the locker room that you either pull your weight on and off the field or get the hell out of Dodge. Yep. Scott said on the postgame show he was unsure about AP right now because of his inexperience. 
which is a perfectly valid point. But we just got rid of a coach that has 25 years under his belt, so it shows how hard the decision can be. If the season finished today, I'd give AP the job and look for an experienced offensive coordinator. There are six weeks left of the audition, though. Okay, here's my take on Max. I can't speak highly enough of Max Crosby. I love the kid. He's a truly incredible athlete and an inspiration to many people. But the first thing I'd be doing if I were coach is putting him on IR and getting that knee sorted out properly. I know it would leave us up Shit's Creek, but we can't risk losing him to a long-term injury. We've got five games to go, and we're pretty much playing out the season. So why risk him? I know all the counter arguments, but if you've seen the picture of his knee on social media after Sunday, mm. then we have to protect the guy. AP is big on doing right by the players and the shield, and we've had to, had to be creative to get by without him. But I'd be sending Max home for Christmas. I've had reconstructive surgery on my knee, and it's not something to mess around with. They need to be careful with him. I'm hoping during the bye week that we can come up with a bit more variety for Bo Hardegree to work with. I'd like to see more of Mesta Jade Severa, ditch the Zeus experiment, and play Sincere McCormick, and get Jakob Johnson back on the roster to help JJ. And finally, we've got five finally. games. Finally, <laughs> we've got five games left. Win out, and the playoffs are still a possibility. Although I'm not getting caught up in the playoff talk now, that's gone for another season. There is something more important that we're watching unfold, though, because it's what happens over the next six weeks will determine the next five years or more of our future. Big decisions to be made and still lots to play for. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud main man. Five time, five time, five time, times two, plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one. Winner of the Raider. He's got four plus ones. Yeah, because he just got it last week. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Come on, Paul. What's up, Paul? Your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. <laughs> this is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And you're listening to Raider Fan Radio. And we're in Merth's Cave, and I tell you, this is the only place you need to be. Go Raiders! Appreciate you, Paul, very, How very much. How come you don't yell at Keith Smith for doing that accent? Yeah, Because well, yeah. he's from England. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. a little more sense. Yeah, okay. and so poor Keith, so he didn't know that I was recording him when he was singing. Oh. And so I'm like, oh, because I asked him, I go, what kind of song do you want to have? And he sang that song. He's like, something like that. And I'm like, and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you very Got much. Got it. But anyways, we appreciate you very, very much, Raider Nation, for jumping in with us. Thank you, uh, Michelle. Great job reading all those emails. Yeah. And I appreciate all the emailers. And we're going to go ahead and jump into the phone calls tonight. 
uh, where you can reach us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. That, that, uh, that's the Raider, 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 what is it? Raiders Fan Radio it? Hotline, and it's open 24-7. <laughs> it's and you hot. Can come. Hotline. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> Ew. Coming in hot. <laughs> um, but you can call that anytime. Jeez. And well, that's the direction you went with that? I don't know. I was trying to, I was trying to break the direction. Because that will do it. We were talking hot. You went like well, hot. You, hot if, you're, if, you're coming hot. In, if you're coming in hot, then all of a sudden, <laughs> happens. That's, that's piping hot. That's piping hot. Steamy, bro. Jeez. <laughs> you killed Michelle. Jeez. I'm doing that tonight. Vegas Raider Pete says we're thin oh, at corner. We are. You aren't kidding. Pete, you're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, Paul says that oh, took a turn. We should have kept our English accent and it yeah. wouldn't have got so bad. Uh, yeah. So Paul. speaking of turns, yeah, we're uh, all on edge over here on this side of the table. You yelled at us for doing <laughs> British accents. Well, I didn't want to become a thing. It was funny once. I don't want to. I don't want. We didn't get to. Test I don't want us to be, be known for the, the show that makes fun of the well, British. I'm glad that you can decide what's funny on <gasps> oh, the show. We or weren't not. making fun. We were celebrating. Well, I, 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 <laughs> look at the kid. Look at the kids defending themselves. <laughs> we were celebrating. We, listen. The well, Dad, but but Dad, but <laughs> Dad. Dad. Listen. Just don't put me in a headlock like Ti did King. So <laughs> y'all may not know what's going on right now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, y'all don't. But I, but I like you. T.I. had to put his son King in a headlock over the weekend. So. He did? Yeah, T.I.? T.I. did, yeah. Oh, like, no. the, like the Calvin Atlanta Harris. rapper guy? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. his son was on um, Instagram Live. They were in a box at the Atlanta Falcons game. Okay. And things just... Really? Went bad, huh? Did he have to like, yeah. like check the kid oh, kind he of lit, thing? He had to put him in a headlock, yeah. Good for oh, him. No. Tom crazy. Yeah. Sometimes. I, I, feel like I mean, you know sometimes that shit happens. Hey. And he did. You know what? Sometimes you got to check the sometimes kid. Sometimes you got to check the kid. Yeah, absolutely. Good for him. All right. So, all right, Paul, just Paul says Murph isn't business, angry. Nikki Paul said, says yeah. Murph isn't angry. He's just disappointed. disappointed. Oh. Yeah, it's even worse. It's even worse, Paul. I don't care about my dad being disappointed. <laughs> No, it's okay. No, if this makes you guys happy, then I want you to go ahead and keep doing whatever you're doing. Oh, I'm gonna need. I mean, I'm gonna need major therapy after this. I just want you to know that. Listen, your actions will will derive a response (laughs) from others, and it may not be favorable. But if you're comfortable with it, and you can put your head on the pillow at night when you go to sleep, then then you just keep doing what you're doing. You want to know what I love? I love getting guilt from a parent. Yeah. I'm, I'm immune to that now, though. So sadly for Murph, I'm immune to it. You too, probably. You, well, you said it. You, you, you said damn right. You love getting. Yeah, you love getting yeah, guilt from a parent. You'd rather I'm, catch feel, an ass whooping from Uncle Mosh than get, yeah. get to get that guilt. Yeah, yeah. I feel right at home right now. Yeah. Right, you, want hit, <laughs> you want me to hit you over the head with a pan instead of talking to you like I'm would disappointed? You, I'm would you like please? A, yeah. All right, let's go get to this first caller, and then I'll go find the pan and I'll whack you with it. Oh yes. <laughs> All right, let's sit. Oh, I don't know why I sounded so excited when you did. You got a little. All right, better run that let's, let's, voicemail. Let's, let's check in with Captain Jack. Let's do that. Yeah, this is Captain Jack, and it's been a while since I've had a chance to call in to all of the peeps over there at Raider Fan Radio. You know, it's wonderful to say <laughs> that the Raiders are on the upswing. It's a little depressing to say that they've lost the last two games, 
But that's okay because I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I see that there will be a transformation in the offseason. And hopefully that transformation will begin with Antonio Pierce as the spiritual and elevated head of the Raiders as their head coach. All we need is a new and improved and fantastic offensive coordinator and an offensive line coach who knows what the hell is going on. And give me some beef. Give me some beef in the middle in the draft. Give me beef in the interior defensive line. (laughs) Give me some new offensive. Offensive linemen that can move people, some big triggers that can move people out of the way. Yes, I can see a transformation. And it's coming. It's coming. And you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, to all the people out there, let's see what we got. It's the preseason for 2024 already. Take care, Raider Nation. It gets better. Yeah. Hey, in a balanced diet, it's one of the best sources of protein, iron, and B vitamins going for a whole new pride in strength. Yes, it ah, does. Oh no! Oh, it just feels. Oh. it feels good to feel something. You know, I'd much rather be spanked than felt. Hey, don't tell me about your life. Than, than to be felt like Shout I was Lamont. disappointed. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> just just want to feel something, man. Uh, oh, Lamont's probably not even watching at this point. So, yeah, where the hell is he at? He doesn't make it all the way through the show. Does he not? Even, That'd be cool. We need to get him on the chat. Early. That'd be cool. He goes to sleep early. Early. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, 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 he early. works hard. He works I mean, hard. he could stay up, but I guess we're not worth it. Well, don't <laughs> tell us about your life, Lamont. <laughs> Maybe he needs more beef. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right. Next up, let's go, <laughs> let's go to Jacob and Fresno. Oh, dear. <laughs> My brother, she goes, wait, what? <laughs> Michelle just gave us her wish list on Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> What's up, I didn't say more I beef. needed beef. I said he needed beef. Oh, jeez. That uh, was Jeff's fault. Uh, Jeff's uh, fault. Uh, Jake, yeah, we're, fault. We're, having, we're having problems over here on this side of the table. I think we're we've, gone, we've, we've just gone we tilted all the way off the rails. Jacob and Fresno. <laughs> hey. What's up, Mer? Jeff, Michelle. I hope it's all three hey, of you this week. I need you guys to be together because I need oh, you. Okay. I need you this week, guys. I got two things to talk about, two things to kind of, you know, kind of like last week, a little Debbie Downer, two things, and then I'm going to gush for a little bit, all right? You'll understand in a second. Okay. The first thing, can we reserve 24? Can we reserve that number to be like, you don't get it your first year as a Raider? We'll pay the fine the next year. We'll buy out your jersey sales. You just, you have to earn it first. I mean, Marcus Peters. He had a great career. You know, he had a good start to his career. He's been a playmaker. Never been known for his physicality and his tackling, especially with the Raiders. I just, I have to say that. I can't, it happened. It's part of Raider history now. We can't let it go unnoticed. Now that's out of the way. The second thing, I was talking up Antonio Pierce last week, and he has earned it. 
he has done so much for this team. He's done way more than Josh McDaniels ever even tried to do for this team. He has changed the culture. He's brought back the whole attitude of pride and poise, nasty, smack you in the mouth, get the ball, get going, hard defensive football. But I got to say, I don't know that he is head coach material. I don't know that he's enough of an X's and O's guy to overcome his clear, I, I don't know what you would call it, his, his clear downfalls. When I was watching that fourth and one, when we were up seven to nothing, and we send in Daniel Carlson, I'm screaming at the TV the whole time. I'm like, what? what? When have we ever done this? Come on, just send the guys out. You, uh, ain't no QB keeper. Just tell him to push, push the brotherly shove. I know we're not the Eagles, but just do it. And they don't. They go for a field goal, and we miss it. I did not expect to miss it, so that made it ten thousand times worse in my mind. I thought at that moment was when we were going to let it slide, but we didn't. Max Crosby was a stud, and he willed this team back in it. And Josh Jacobs came out on the field, and wow, what a run. Best run of the year. Uh, it reminded me a lot of that run against the Seahawks last yeah. year. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. The now, that yeah. brings me to the gushing part. Max Crosby, this guy, he is, woo, look at him. I mean, did you I think this is the part of the call where Jacob starts yelling into his phone like he usually does. You know what Tyreek Hill said about him? Not that I respect Tyreek Hill's opinion or anything, but when he talks about Mad Max, he said that guy's the best player in the NFL on hard knocks last week. And he's right. He is. He didn't say he's the best defensive player. He said best player in the league. Look at him. He is. All right. That's all I got time for. Love oh, you wow. guys. Oh, nice. good job, Jacob and Fresno. Hey. Nice. And he called back, and we did. Yeah. Good, good, good. Why have one Jacob and Fresno call when you can have two? Double trouble. What's up, guys? It's Jacob from Fresno again. Look, I wanted to say one more thing. I forgot. I forgot that if you look real close at the play where Max got the sack, that you can, if you look at at uh, Travis Kelsey, you can see him turn around, and I'm pretty sure he says, "Kermy." And if you look at Patrick Mahomes, he says, "It's the Muppet Show with our very special <laughs> guest, Max Kelsey." Oh, that's it. That was it. Okay, Hi. love it. Attaboy, Jacob from Fresno. <laughs> All right, we got one more to get to. We're going to head down to uh, Alabama. We're going to hear from... Oh, look, at, we got a live call coming in. Oh. Did we really? Yeah. Can you get it on the on the thing there, Jeff? Yep. Okay, get it. We'll see. Do a live call. Oop. Remember to flip it to the... Hello, yeah. you're on Raiders Fan Radio. Can we help you? Hello? Raiders fan radio, who this? Oh. oh you got who him? this is? Uh-oh. Hello? Yeah. Who this is? Oh, my gosh. Oh, they're gone. Where'd they go? Did they hang up? Remember, you got to flip it to the Bluetooth there. Yeah, I did. It's riveting over here. In the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that we got one more to get to. Uh, keep working on it. And I'll <laughs> tell you that we got one more to get to, and that is our, our buddy Josh in the 703. And let's uh, check in with him down in Alabama and see what he has to say. We know he's going to say, man, F somebody. <laughs> What's up, fam? Well, 
Appreciate you, Josh, and the 703 and everybody else that called and emailed tonight. Uh, I'll leave it to my co-host to shout them out. But I uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight as we get on get on out of here. And uh, and appreciate everyone that has jumped in tonight on this. Uh, you know, we got the bye week coming up. We're on a Chiefs loss. It's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like a wah-wah type of scenario for us as Raider Nation. But we always love jumping on here and talking to you guys. And, and hearing from you, this show is best when it's conversational. And so we love the, the conversation in the chat room and love the emails and phone callers tonight. And we always award a Sizzler Award, which is to the best email or phone caller of the night. And that uh, duty. 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 <laughs> Goes to Swag Jeff. It's a Swag Jeff. Who do we have tonight? Absolutely. We, we had some great emails. Daniel Mangus Anders from uh, Denmark. James Williams Tihom Paul. Uh, Paul. Some great Paul. voicemails from Captain Jack Rackham. Uh, Josh in the 703 and Jacob from Fresno. Tonight, I'm going to give two Sizzlers tonight. Let's go. Uh, one on the email side, one on the voicemail side. Uh, on the voicemail side, it is Captain Jack Rackham. Mm. And on the oh, emails... Nice, nice, nice. 
nice. Uh, which would now be five times, five times, five times, times three. It is Paul. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. You're so generous. Good boy, Paul. Just passing out, passing out sizzlers like turkeys on Thanksgiving. You get a car. You get a car. That's it, man. I'm, I'm like Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, you are. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Oh, 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 bye, on the bye week. Uh, appreciate Hallelujah. everybody that joined us uh, tonight. Uh, once again, appreciate Vibrator. Yeah. Appreciate you, baby. Uh, appreciate Tony Shefford is in there. Appreciate Paul is in there. Appreciate Pineapple. Uh, Raphael is in there. Appreciate James Furpo. SoCal Sal. Uh, so many of our good friends are in there. Vegas Raider Pete is in there. We appreciate the good stuff. We appreciate everybody that joined us live. And uh, uh, Nikki, thank you, Nikki. Thank you, John hey, Leon is in Nikki. there. I uh, appreciate everyone. Uh, Pirate 1975. Uh, Pirate 1975, we haven't heard from you in a minute, man. Oh, Call yeah. the show. Yeah, call us an email. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And so thank you. He uh, gave we, a one nation. He gave a donation. Too, he did. He did. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yep. let's definitely. Five dollar donation of the uh, One Nation Renee, Foundation. Yep. Renee, we appreciate Renee being in there as well. We appreciate you very much, Raider Nation, the best chat room in all of uh, this Raider thing and, and, and even all of sports. Uh, we appreciate the support that you give us here at Raiders Fan Radio because it leads to the support of the One Nation Foundation, which is our nonprofit where we give strictly to Raiders related charities. And so we are back next week and then we are off on the 13th. Uh, but we'll see you next Wednesday where we are typically here each and every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Raider Nation. We love you guys. Enjoy the weekend. Michelle? Yeah, uh, listen, I just want to take this time to just shout out everyone that supported the One Nation Foundation this season. Be- we're going to go bigger totally. and better next season, but thank you to everyone that shared, everyone that commented, everyone that just let everyone know that Raiders Fan Radio supports the One Nation Foundation. Thank you to everyone that does that. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, Just when Wendy, Paul, Renee, Tony Shefford, SoCal Sal, uh, Tony Shefford, a vibrator, Hooligan Nation, Dominique is in there. Uh, Edgar V, uh, congrats on six years today sober. Oh, that's uh, incredible. Much respect, Edgar V. Raphael's in there, James Furpo. Thanks to everyone. And thanks to everyone who donated. Uh, yeah. Yoshi, Intel, Jason Hunter, Raphael, Hooligan. Sunny, Pineapple, Just Win Wendy, Julio, and Pirate1975. Tonight for the One Nation Foundation, we raised $233.74. Thank you, thank you. And we didn't give shit away. So much respect to each and every one of you for tuning in. Thanks to everyone for joining us for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Much respect, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Get on YouTube! Goodbye. Goodbye. In it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just press Dad's the gonna, damn button Dad's going to whip your ass here in a minute. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a grunt way to say, you ain't the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs>